0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Mono e Mono, the yes. podcast that is
1: for We're you. here. We are still here. We are still we are. here. Yeah. We are. We're here.
0: We're here. We're back after a, a bit of a hiatus of vacations and going aways and stuff.
1: Yes. Life.
0: Life. Death. No one died. Nobody died. No, nobody I know.
1: Well, maybe our spirit sometimes. I don't know. My spirit <laughs> dies a little bit every day. big big same i think i think we
0: both die a little bit each day technically speaking we do every day every single day including when we have birthdays
1: oh yes he's (laughs) mine happy birthday (laughs) thank you
0: did you like how i got that in now but i didn't remember (laughs) all the way to the end of the episode
1: (laughs) yeah no that was impressive look at you you wanted to say yeah, but at least you just freely admitted it. But again, if I cared about birthdays, I'd be hurt. But I don't. I know. Um,
0: just happy birthday and happy <laughs> yes. start to your forty seventh year.
1: <laughs> yeah, forty six on this, but forty seventh start. Yes. You completed forty six years on Earth. Yes, I, I made forty six rev, rev, uh, revolutions around the sun. Starting,
0: you're starting. That's right. You're yeah. starting. Your My forty seventh revolution. Doesn't that feel good to sun. say forty seventh? God no. Forty-seven? Forty-seven? No. <laughs> you're, all, you're all okay with 46, weren't you? But I no. was
1: cool with 46, but gotta be honest, I, I think now I'm <laughs> now I'm fucking depressed, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, your nickname comes in handy yet again. <laughs> well, yeah, so maybe we should tell them since we've been gone a while. We're obviously chatting. So this episode we hit a little bit on the uh, a little differences between uh, American and Canadian Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. As that
0: was uh, yesterday here in O Canada.
1: Yeah. You're a little foray into some uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu into beating so up, far.
0: Into beating up people or more actually getting beat up myself right now.
2: I,
1: I, well, I, I mean, can't. you
0: did beat up the girl. No, she didn't. do she, she kicked me <laughs> I'm sure ass. she did. She I'm kicked sure she ass. did. There was one moment where I, <laughs>
2: yeah. where, I, where I kind of
0: took control but. Um, no, I've been getting my ass handed by her by <laughs> left, right, and center. It's it's very humbling, very. Oh, humbling. Well, good.
1: Life's good that way.
0: Um, a little bit why the cops shouldn't be defunded and why that's a stupid idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. With some with it with an ex- actually an extremely good suggestion that was quoted by Andrew Yang. That did, that's right. Which I like that. Yep. And uh, other than that, I think we just kind of shot the breeze a little bit outside of that.
0: There's a lot. That, well, we covered a lot in those topics, but.
1: Well, it's been a long time.
0: It's been a long time. A couple hours and a bit. So everyone enjoy this wonderful
1: episode. Yes. Yeah. we're back, so you don't have to dry hunt the air anymore.
0: Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
1: It could be two days ago, it could be two weeks ago.
0: The other day <laughs> means sometime between when I started forming memories and yesterday. and
1: yeah, and right now, about a minute yeah, ago and when and this morning, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah, I, I love that with. I
0: think we talked about that one before, but it's it's mm-hmm. I don't know. how... I don't know how many times I've said it to you. I'm like, you know, the other
1: day or yeah,
0: um, mm-hmm. like three years ago.
1: Yeah. It's any, time, it's any time between your right since I was expelled from my mother's vaginal canal and to about an hour ago. So,
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I said, I'll yeah. put it from when I started forming memories, which means I, who knows when because I don't know when. Because mm-hmm. what was it? Not long ago, I was telling the story. My mom was around. I was telling Christie a story, and, Christy, and my mm-hmm. mom's like, "You don't remember that." I'm like, "What do you mean I don't remember?" She's like, "I've told you that story, but there's no way you remember that story." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> we'll go, we'll go with that. Like, Whatever sure, works." Sure.
2: <laughs>
0: Whatever. It's a, it's a memory of mine,
1: right? So okay, why? so you happen to implant it on me,
0: right? So you you implanted the memory, right?
1: It's I mean, let's like I can think of recall, that. Right? I can think of that too. Stories that my parents told me, about, like. I, I know a specific story that I, my parents, my dad told everybody and that I don't remember doing, but it's a completely legitimate story with multiple corroborating witnesses. <laughs> <laughs> we were up going up to the snow, you know, for whatever reason, you know, cause it's snow and, uh, and it's so exciting. You live in California, so. Well, yeah, yeah. And I was probably six, you know, I, I was little. And I remember we had to go to the bathroom. So all the guys go over the hill, right, it's in the snow. Everybody's peeing. And we come back and my dad's laughing. And my mom's like, what happened? He's like, he just wrote his name in cursive.
0: In cursive.
1: And and said he dotted the I. <laughs> so, yeah. And my mom's like, yeah. And then my two, my, two of my dad's friends are with him. So, yep, that really happened. That was legitimate. <laughs> so I remember it like I did it. But I don't remember doing it. Of course you don't. Yeah. But I wish I did because that was awesome.
0: Let's just say you did. Okay. I Well, I, I clearly I did.
1: But I would like to say that, yeah. But see, that story, that's cool when you're like six. You know, if I'm like 46 and I just did it last week, it's like, congratulations, you wrote your name in cursive. It's <laughs> Actually, not the same impact.
0: Actually, I would be very impressed because <laughs> I don't know that I can do much in cursive right now. I don't know that I could write my name oh, in I cursive. Can. No,
1: can you really? No, no. no I mean, sorry. I could, but it, but it, I could write in cursive, but it would look like I was in like sixth grade, probably at this point.
0: I would, uh, in writing my own name, I'm sure that somebody who looked at it in the new cursive correctly would go, "Yeah, you got two letters of four wrong." <laughs> oh, yeah. So fifty percent.
1: Yeah, I mean, so we've, we've printed for what, since we were over the age of like 16? I mean, you really didn't need to do cursive past yeah. middle, middle of high school, I think, so, at that point. So when you print, yeah. mm-hmm. do you
0: capitalize everything?
1: Sometimes, depends on what I'm doing. No, I, I would say most of the time I don't. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: All my printing's capitals. Yeah. And when I write a sentence, I just make the first letter just a
1: bigger capital. <laughs> like it. Here's the funny thing. It depends on what I'm actually doing. I do find myself using both upper and lowercase letters, but I sometimes I write them so big that it's irrelevant that they're bigger lowercase. <laughs> it just doesn't totally. You know, and
0: nobody, I mean, yeah, probably nobody's noticing. Here's a funny no. thing about writing. Mm-hmm. And I know it was sometime in the last ten years, give or take, because it happened. I know. I know what happened when I was at. Two jobs ago, so mm-hmm. that's within okay. Oh yeah, let's say thirteen or so years, which is well into my adulthood. You know, maybe sure. my, well into my thirties. Right. I changed how I write a G
2: Hmm.
0: Now, I find I find that an interesting point because when's the last time? Like probably when you're in your teens or early teens, your hmm. writing was like determined. Right. But I remember one time going, I don't. And I, and I tried something, and ever since I've written, my, like, my capital G very differently than I did forever. Like, if you found writing of mine from, like, post or pre-30 years old and post-30 mm-hmm. years old, it's different. The G would be different. Hmm. And I always, thought, I always found that a fascinating point because I, like, consciously changed how I wrote I, I'm not going to do it this way now.
1: Well, yeah, but you can, too, because you're an adult. I
0: can, but it's. Str- mm-hmm. I just I mentioned that to somebody. They're like, "What do you mean you changed how you write a letter?" I am like, "Yeah, I just, I just I didn't like the way I was doing it before, so I changed." It. They're like, "Why?" Mm-hmm. Didn't it feel weird? I am like, "It actually didn't. It actually didn't feel weird."
1: So, that you changed to a G that felt more natural to you.
0: I guess so. Mm-hmm. It felt good. Yeah, it always kind of felt goofy before. So maybe that's what yeah. it is. Maybe that's why.
1: Huh. I will toot my own horn, though. I have really Please. good. I have really good printing.
0: I don't. I have. Yeah. I have, I've, have, my writing is so, my printing, my writing, whatever, mm-hmm. is so bad. I used to do, do notes to myself all the time in a book, mm-hmm. like a book I had for when I did meetings and stuff. Like a journal? <laughs> no, not a journal. Like a, a diary. No, a diary every no, night no,
1: no. next to your bed before you go to bed. Do you write your thoughts down in your diary? I should.
0: That would be interesting. <laughs> it be frightening to look back on that. <laughs> but does it work. And I would leave it open sometimes. And even though there was like notes that were from leadership meetings that, you know. Sure. I had no fear because people would come by and look at it and go, what did you, what is that? What did you write there? And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I, it says this. And they're like, it does not say that. Hmm. Like, it says this. And they're like, it's not even close to what you, the words you just said do not match what's on that page. It got to the point where my team, as a joke, Ish. Um would come and they would go, give me a and and the ten I had about ten people on my team at the time and they would all come take turns trying to read the line correctly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if <laughs> and if someone got it correct, I'd give them a prize.
1: And I almost never gave out the prize. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well here's a, here's and it's funny, I don't like like Susan. Susan writes in cursive most of the time. And I don't. Weird. And weirdo ter- and I know and It's funny. Whenever there's anything that needs to be printed or anything needs to be like nice, yeah, like I have to like Christmas cards. I send out like I'm the one who has to do the envelopes, right? (laughs) So, but that, but it's funny because when I was at a work, I was like a work meeting. It's like last year, the year before, we went down for like a one day thing down to San Diego, right? We do it once a year, and we're sitting at these tables at the hotel, right? So I'm sitting at a circular table, but we're sitting there, and we all have our you know, whatever notes in this notepad or whatever. Um, and my teammate Sherry looking at me and she's like, what's that say? And I kind of showed her, I wrote down, she goes, you wrote all this? He goes, yeah. She goes, I've never seen such nice printing in my entire <laughs> life. I'm almost oh, legible, right? She goes, no, it actually is overly legible for a guy, especially. I'm like,
2: hmm,
0: yeah, yeah, I
1: like to, I like, to, I, I am very particular. I, I like to, I like my printing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. So
0: I have an idea. Mm. Whatever the title for this episode will be. hmm We each write it on a piece of paper. Okay. Take a, take picture, a picture. Uh-huh. And then we'll we'll put it and, and, and do it just like you know like I'll just write it the speed I normally would. Very sure. normal. All right. And then we'll do a side by side shot on, okay. on the on the on our Instagram page. Oh, that's a good, people, good idea. People will see.
1: <laughs> They're gonna be like, What are these fucking <laughs> retards doing? Dude? They're putting their writing, handwriting their freaking title. Yeah, and I'm still doing the tile, but we're going to add that. I'll just get the two picture, next, you know, like it'll, we do, and it'll, boom, it'll boom, be, here you go. It'll be the
0: picture, and then it'll be us writing it.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'll be writing it, so, me. It'll, it'll be, yeah, I'll do the picture, because it'll be doing us writing it, but I'll make sure that we do yours first, so that way yeah. if anybody doesn't understand what you said, they can go to the well, picture.
0: Well, they won't be able to understand it. <laughs> they can
1: out. go to the picture.
0: What the, what the fuck? Why did they let a <laughs> retard do some writing? <laughs> oh, I can't say that word.
1: Oh, yeah, well, you, well, yeah. You know, you don't want to get banned on Spotify. <laughs> or you don't want to have an uproar, let me put it that way, so uh, you don't so want to remember
0: have the retard yeah. word got a guy on Netflix in trouble oh yes, Sp- he was yes, I remember that he got fired, and that was mm-hmm. because as Tom Segura said, and mm-hmm. he and of course, his context was that you can't <laughs> say the word retard, mm-hmm um and he used that then he used the n word but in the same context and then got fired as an executive with Netflix Well
1: he got fired because of the n word. He
2: was
0: yes.
1: he was explaining yes. it, you know completely in a in a normal way not clearly somebody from what all he people wasn't could calling tell,
0: somebody an n-word
1: right he wasn't and he wasn't certainly known by anybody to ever have any issues no, no. so you know i can i can understand if you're dealing with an, an npc person or like the stereotypical todd packer from the office show you know just a real chauvinist right i can get why you would might think that but if you're dealing with an average a normal individual who's literally merely making a correlation like an adult can't right? I can have a conversation with you. I'm merely saying the word, not mean that I'm calling you the word. I am saying the word in context of you, like you can't call somebody this. It's like calling somebody this or, or something, right? Regardless of what you feel, whether the two words have correlation, he's not directing it at a specific person or a specific group of people, right? So, he's so, merely so was, talking so it was about
0: it. two incidents, and this is from right. their memo. The first, yeah, right, it, say, right. it says, the first incident was several months ago in a PR meeting about sensitive words. Mm-hmm. Several people afterwards told him how inappropriate and hurtful his use of the N-word was, and he apologized okay. that there had been...
1: Any a misunderstanding or didn't, you know, who knows, right?
0: We hope this awful anom- anomaly would... Uh, never be repeated. the second incident, which I only heard about this week, was a few days after the first incident. This time Jonathan said the n word again to two of our black employees in HR who were trying to help him deal with the original offense
1: uh, offense by meaning language
0: no, the original incident so
1: but he, the offense was centered around language.
0: yes right now he's now he's in in HR with two black employees. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah I mean who knows how it was used who knows the context and how we used it but you know I mean again the point is that um, it feels like I mean who knows again I think you had to be there for the circumstances based on
1: based on the climate we're in it would not shock me if there was a huge amount of oversensitivity
0: well I mean when was this this was some time ago too this this was
1: Well, this climate's been going on for five, six, six, seven years, and it's just ramped up in the past, I'd say three. Well, and the Spotify thing that you're you're, you're,
0: you're alluding to Mm -hmm. there. Alluding. Alluding. That was
1: what we call a segue.
0: A segue, (laughs) Like a Segway scooter? Mm -hmm. Those are awesome. (laughs) Uh, Yes, they are. (laughs) Was, of course, Joe Hogan. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say Johogan because I've been watching a lot of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. We'll get to that in a moment. Cool. And, of course, all the Brazilians use when you the R is the first letter of the name. They pronounce you know, it as an H? H- like Hager instead of Roger. Okay. Oh, yeah. You didn't know that? Interesting. No, no, no. Yeah, so like Rafael in Portuguese is not Rafael. It's Rafael.
2: Okay. Interesting. Roger is
0: Hodger. Um And if you look at the Gracie family, which really basically invented gracie or brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. yeah so many of them their names start with r there's hanner instead of mm-hmm. Renner.
2: Renner. hanner
0: yeah. horian instead of rorian helson instead of relson like there's all kinds of them if you just go if you look at the the anyway mm-hmm. we'll get to that sure. later because right. i want to talk about that but anyway but the spotify so the, yeah. so the spotify thing and joe rogan so of course so we'll give people the story that don't know although if you listen to podcasts like ours, you probably listen to podcasts and know the story, but we'll tell it anyway.
1: Or if you just simply are keeping up to standard current events on tickers, that's going to come across because Joe Rogan yeah. is a big name. So. He is a
0: big name. And and of course, you know, all his stuff has been moved over to Spotify for exclusive content. It hasn't been shut down in other areas yet, but it mm-hmm. will apparently be so in the future. Now, it originally started where apparently when they moved everything over, there was a number of episodes that were not carried over or have not yet been released Uh, or have been they're just not there right just not there and they're ones like alex jones Mm -hmm. uh, milo Yiannopoulos. Mm -hmm. i can't remember a couple other ones like in that in that ire Mm -hmm. so that was one thing and i don't know if they are available yet or not i haven't looked into it so if you're listening and you know, so we
1: know radio. that there there's there are some epi- at, the, at the time there are some episodes missing out of the library of all of what he's yeah. done. So that's what we know of as of that.
0: Now of course right. he hasn't been moved over completely. Right. So so you can still get those episodes on Apple Podcasts, right. iHeartRadio. So they're not not right. available.
1: Right, they're not gone. It's just they're not on his new platform to which he was j- he just signed a one hundred million dollar Contract contract. Now, at, at, okay. this, at this moment, right. right? Right. And that doesn't mean that the, again, we'll say that doesn't mean that it's not going to be there eventually, but as of right now, they're not there. Well,
0: and I actually don't, I don't know if they're not now. They may right. be, I oh, haven't checked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. So there was that. And apparently that was at the behest of some Spotify employees. I don't know the validity of that, but I believe I read a story somewhere about that. But the, mm-hmm. the big thing is that of course that Spotify employees approximately i think it was over 100 120 or something mm-hmm. all um in meetings were upset about specifically two recent episodes and mm-hmm. one of them was with abigail schreier mm-hmm. who is uh she's an author and mm-hmm. i believe abigail schreier was the one who wrote the book and i, I think it's called irreversible damage she did she did she yeah. did yeah, because yes. because the, there's a no, yeah, because there's another mm-hmm. one with another right. woman on the same topic, and then Deborah Sow is also on.
1: But the, yeah, Abigail Schreier is, is was is, one of the is, catalysts, correct? And she was the the um, uh, irreversible damage
0: yes. author. So, yeah. and of course, that's about specifically about teenage girls and groups of them, especially in um, little clusters that have all. Decided or have said or come out as being trans transgender. now. Now, right. this book is about uh, transgender, just uh, disf- the gender dysphoria, I think mm-hmm. it's called that. Mm-hmm. When you tech- the cl- yes, right. Anyway, um, but just the this what appears to be a problem and it needs to be investigated and on and on and all this. And Of course, he talked to her about this, and people are all calling him transphobic and that this woman is transphobic and that talking about it in this manner is transphobic and that he needs to be um he needs to be censored and these episodes should be gone and then he talked with deborah so as well i don't know if you mm-hmm. know dr deborah I, So. As, i don't
1: know that one i do know the abigail the one um yeah. that one more more information with that one but i don't know uh deborah so, so there's
0: actually three episodes mm-hmm. that, that that were really in question and um um so I know that the Abigail. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm bringing up podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Abigail Schreier is one of them. Uh, hold on. So Deborah Sol is another one. So Deborah Sol is um, a sex ther- a sex researcher, mm-hmm. and she left academia um, because she was finding she just couldn't do what she was wanting to do in any sort of honest and. Transparent and ethical way because she was be really being held back by people who were just, she was being stifled by um, people that were saying that what she was doing was wrong or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. quite frankly, she was just looking to be very objective about the science.
1: Right. She was using data. Yes. Which um, is also included in uh, Abigail, Abigail Schreier's right, book. Right, right. Well. Specifically looking at specific things. And and again, also in specific with groups, uh, as well as the data showing that. So you're talking about very specific things. You're not talking. You're not making sweeping generalizations.
0: No, groups. she was showing that, like right. like the percentage of uh, of girls that were in these clusters was at a rate of, you know, like a thousand. I can't remember. Like a thousand percent over the the average number of um, people that want to transition or do transition or whatever the term that she was using. Uh, sure. like, like like all the numbers were just, like so Extremely far. Extremely
1: out of the ordinary yeah. in terms of, you know, the, yes, correct.
0: Right. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, am I going back too far? Uh, let
1: me find Abigail. Abigail. And I think in what Joe Rogan was talking to her about, um, which he repeated in the clip that I showed you where he was kind of going over with one of his, which I, uh, one Tim, of his next Tim, it was, Dillon, Tim, I think. It was Tim Dillon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, just the bit of talking about that specific, um, situation is saying that, you know, look, we're, we're, we're having a conversation with, with an individual who's very versed on the subject due to data research and just pointing out that human beings are malleable, you know, and we know that because of cults, Right, so you know you have these large clusters of young people uh, at, a, at an age you know that's uh, very can be heavily influenced. And when you're having large groups of friends or or teen girls at a young age all deciding they're transgender, especially when the the numbers show you in general, you know of what's the percentage of the population, you know, historically, and and it, it it the the spike is is unsettling. Just on it's it's not the fact that being a transgender person, you know, it should be scary. It just means that that you know what what is being influenced in these decisions, and this is a concern. And it's a concern just because of again, like he said, human beings are malleable, and and we know that from how much of history that we've seen. So these large clusters of of young girls making a decision like that. Um, is downright alarming. Yes, in, in in terms of that. So,
0: and in her, Deborah Sow sure. spoke about this way mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, but Abigail Schreier did as well as that. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll I'll kind of mildly segue it in a moment here. Sure. So, fifteen oh nine is Abigail Schreier, mm-hmm. and. Dun, 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 dun.
1: You're talking about uh, Joe Rogan's podcast number? Yeah, it's 1509. episode
0: number. Yeah, okay. but there's but there's since Abigail Schreier, there's been another one with Nancy Nancy Pence? No, well, oh, that was a really good one though. Um, Deborah So, I thought that I, I I was for sure that there was another person since, um, but Deborah So, um, her book is called the the End of Gender. Okay. And But she talks about, and she's been outspoken because there's, um, there's a bill that's um, being looked at and possibly passed in Canada that would make conversion therapy um, illegal. And she's saying that the, one of the problems is that if um, a therapist speaks to a teenage person uh, or younger and wants to ask questions about their thoughts of wanting to, tr- to transition, that that can be viewed as um, conversion therapy and how dangerous is to say we can't even talk to a young person to have an understanding or discussion around, around this. Not to say we want to convince them otherwise, but we want to right. have a real understanding about what's going to be a gigantic, life-changing decision if mm-hmm. they start to, you know, take hormone blockers, if they start to take testosterone or estrogen, you know, whatever the case may be, um, so Deborah So is, you know, um, really against this particular legislation mm-hmm. because of how it's written, a but also um, how it doesn't allow for real therapy to occur, mm-hmm. even you know, even in the case that it is someone who should transition and it is a person who genuinely should be like you still need to provide the right therapy to those individuals right so they can go through that journey sure. in a, in a manner that makes sense i get why people say there's these detractors because when i was looking up some stuff around it man i found like 3 or 4 pages of um um sites that were very clearly right wing mm-hmm. um christian based sites sure And of course, they were against these conversion therapy, this conversion therapy Mm -hmm. um, uh, bill, because as much as they veiled it very fairly well, it's clear Mm -hmm. that they are wanting to be able to conversion therapy kids who might say, Mm -hmm. right, like the way that they put it is all, you know, all like, sounds all nice and stuff, but it's clear that they're like saying, you know, um, if if our kids are gay or mm-hmm. want to tra- you know, transition, we want to be able to stop this. Like that's it's as clear as day that that's sure. what they're saying. Very different than Deborah. So, but then of mm-hmm. course, people who are looking at Deborah being against, they they put her into the same category right. as those right right wing nutbags.
1: When in clear, which, well, again, like everything clearly, that's not the case.
0: Of course not. And, right. absolutely, and, that, and that's
1: exactly the same for many other things on the other side. Totally agree with you. You know, where it's like just in in a lot of things, you know, and you see in almost everything. You're like, yeah, that's that that's not remotely. No, (laughs) you know, but, you know, it was it was like the the Jordan Peterson original situation where, you know, he's not against calling somebody the pronoun that they prefer. He was against legislating it.
0: Yeah, as he put it. um, uh, uh, Compelled speech.
1: Right. And those two things are not the same. I just meant it's just interesting. Oh, absolutely. uh, Taking somebody's perspective, such as, say, Jordan Peterson, and then saying that he doesn't, you know, he doesn't agree with, say, being trans. Well, that that's not necessarily in anything discussion of what was going on. Well, the the interesting
0: thing is, you know, I think it's fairly safe to say that the idea of free speech, if you want to go very classically description, Mm -hmm. free speech is a progressive idea. Yep. when you look at the history of man any progressive civilization had freedom of speech right mm-hmm. the Greeks when they philosophized or mm-hmm. they were ex- exercising a freedom of thought and speech um, when they when we were pulled out of the dark ages is because the printing press printed that mm-hmm. was the bible so we right. could debate that fucking left right and center but right. it's because things got out there and a freedom of Information. It brought opinion. it
1: brought information out available to the masses. Now
0: right. we can debate on <laughs> right what that information is, but nah, still. But you know, the fact is, is that the printing press did that. You sure. Know, every time it's you know, so it's a progressive mm-hmm. thought. It's I don't want to say liberal because that's a different sort of.
1: No, it's progressive. Pro- that's that's I it's pro- think
0: that's but it's, f- but it's not conservative.
1: That's a very fair statement. Progressive, right. I think, is the most accurate way to put it.
0: No doubt, right? It's not a conservative <sighs> thought, right? In the sense of sort of its. Uh, right. The crazy thing is is that um the idea that Jordan Peterson, who is making the argument, and I've heard the arguments against his point and there's some valid ones, but when, sure. we won't we, I, sure. I yeah. but I think that generally he's speaking is what he's saying is is that a compelled, con- compelled speech law, as as his perspective is, is mm-hmm. he saying that, that is a um that's a Handcuffing of freedom of speech,
1: and mm-hmm.
0: can't happen. You know, it, it might be wrong to walk up to a trans person and, if and purposely
1: is, egg them by saying something they don't be, be preferred to be yeah. to call by right, <sighs> which is inappropriate. By hi Mike, hi Mike. Right. When,
0: when they're now wanting right. to be called Sally, like totally,
1: totally agree, totally agree. It, it's it's That's abhor- like poking
0: it's, at somebody. It's not. It, it's, it's just a, not a it's right. abhorrent. It's terrible. Yeah, and exactly. But should it be allowed? I mean, I know where I stand on that. Right. I'm very, very liberal with my free speech ideas.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I think you and I fall right. extremely similar in our points of view with it.
0: <laughs> but it's it's funny right. how, how some people that have these free speech ideas are now seen being seen as conservatives, which is crazy because. Right.
1: Exactly. That's not traditionally been the case.
0: It's not traditionally a conservative right. ideal. Correct. Right. Right. You know, so it's, yeah, it's, I mean, but going back to the Joe Rogan thing, it is interesting mm-hmm. because, you know, again, you, you sent the, and I have not I haven't seen the Tim Dillon episode. I don't,
1: yeah, it's, it's eight minutes and it's interesting yeah. just because it gives a little bit of background of, of his, uh, it kind of gives you an idea of what the issue is, or at least where it's coming from. And then again, you have a lot of different things from people outside going, are they going to be censoring Joe Rogan? And Joe Rogan said, look, I've not been contacted at all by Spotify. Like there's been, I mean, they may be, he's like, maybe they may have their own internal meetings about this, like whatever, but I have not been in my agent myself. I have not been contacted by Spotify about that. So yeah. that doesn't mean he's like, I didn't say that. that doesn't mean I won't be. He just said, I just mean, as of right now, I have not been. Well, so, and he,
0: and he would know. have been by now. You would think. Um, oh yeah. No, no. I've for sure. You would, especially especially with the controversy around it. Right. Well, uh,
1: it's, it's the, it's the concept here. He was saying it's the concept here is we're having a discussion. This is an open forum. We're having a discussion. I'm talking to an individual who's done a significant amount of research on the subject and I'm interested in it because of they've done research on the subject. Right? So, and he's also just a good interview because he's a very shoot the, like he's even, he said, he goes, I say shit all the time on here. He goes, I'm on a podcast. Things come off the cuff. You know, and he said, so, and he goes, and I don't, he did the one thing. It's not his fault. I understand why he did it. He shouldn't have to say on the, on anything that he's pro trans or not say pro trans. He has no problem with that. That's not for him to have to say, you know, that's the thing. People are into this whole thing where they're upset about this, right? This group of employees want to censor these this episode because it's being transphobic when talking about data and a specific subject in a setting of open forum discussion, okay does not automatically mean things are transphobic no that's an easy way to shut things down that's what they know right and it's
0: i love um what was i watching i was listening to i think it was joe and douglas murray and douglas murray said Mm -hmm. this this idea that anyone makes particular comments and in in racism being one of them and Mm -hmm. the light the right and the left are both equally yeah, it's fair e- equivalent to doing this i listen i did listen to that episode too so the douglas murray very one good, very, good, yes. very good very good very tremendous very yes. good episode mm-hmm. for anyone who's wanting to listen to a, a good academic speak good candid stuff but i he said this one and, and i love he goes he goes shame on anyone who just says that someone is a racist or you're a racist um, with no actual evidence because the problem is is if i say mike you're a racist for you to prove me wrong, and just saying that, right, is nearly impossible. Because mm-hmm. how are you? If I said right now, Mike Scammon, you are a racist.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, what are you supposed to say to that? That's get, the end all conversation. You, People you, go to the jugular right there because you, you can't. you supposedly can't make an a discussion argument right there. Well, what the are you going to do? The thing is, you
0: you can't. If you say to me, "Well, prove it," I'll just go. No, I, I know you are. You say stuff all the time. Yeah. and the problem now is, is that while the burden should always be on the accuser it's not now and those statements are are horrible because mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like saying you're misogynistic or you're right. racist you can
1: throw story. any of it you could be xenophobic Zedophob- you know, homophobic transphobic the, all, all these terms they throw out there that are meant to to, number one, because of the word, make it immediately sound like you're an absolutely a horrid human being, Yep. you know? And well, that's supposed to be the kill shot and, without and, even starting anything. Well, that's, and that's it.
0: And, and the thing is is that, what am I supposed to do? March out 40 years of things that I have said right. or not said? Exactly. Right? To, to prove that I'm not racist? Well, I can't do that. I can't do that and that's why it's an impossible thing to say to someone and then to defend so that it gets thrown around so easily. And you know, there's whatever those type of comments that are made on the right and the left Mm -hmm. that is just, just a ridiculous, ridiculous piece because you know, if, if, if I said when you did this, that's racist behavior and you can't be doing that. That's, A vastly different way of having it, right? But it's also far more intellectually honest, and people are Mm -hmm. just not doing that. I mean, you know, I, 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 without, without, but the, the most famous person that people will get at right now is Trump, sure. And they'll, and now there's, there's both sides to that. They'll say he's racist. Well, maybe he is, maybe he's not, but the fact is, is that when you just say it like that well you know what is the what is someone who's a trump supporter or whatever supposed to say now you get into this yelling battle right over something that neither one is proving
1: right well And, and, and again it's for everything you're corrected but he's yes a very clear easy example because it's current yeah um but it's like I, I decided this, and I couldn't wait to tell you this, actually. That's why I couldn't oh, wait. Yeah. You I, decided I, dec- so. I decided this like a week ago, and I don't remember what it was. You know, because I, I've gotten to the point where I don't really care. And it's not that I don't care about people. It's I've gotten to the point where like I don't care about what you people want to say on Facebook. I don't care about what your opinion is on, on this and X, Y, and Z. And it's not because I don't like you. It's because at this point, I don't know where you're getting any of your information and i don't personally want to have to go through and i certainly know like you know this when you see somebody post something and you're like this isn't even going to be a conversation like you know you see something immediately and you're like well it's ridiculous and even if you point it out you're not going anywhere right with this conversation so i got to the point where i'm like i've decided it's funny especially on social media though Oh, yeah. And social media drives that, right? Because, you know, Facebook, um, Instagram, as it's a little less because there isn't as much of a forum feel to it, you know? Um, you still get it, but Facebook, definitely. Twitter, obviously. Twitter's worse, though, because there's just not enough sentences to make it, you know, if you wanted to have a concise, long argument, you could do the whole, con- you know, where you do multiples, but... It's not designed for that. It's designed for short, quick, boom, boom, right, things. And and it, it, some of it's good, some of it's bad, so be it. I've decided it was. it's interesting that you brought it up with just, you know, using, like, just calling somebody a racist, right? Mm-hmm. With just, just throwing it out there immediately. It's like calling somebody a Nazi, okay? It's like, number one, that discredits people who actually had to deal with Nazis, okay? Because now you're just discrediting the word until you actually see a real one, which... Okay, you know, I mean, let's 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 get real. But I basically said if somebody calls you a racist, you know, that's the you know it's the kill shot. You know, they're trying for that right away. You know that you have no win in this discussion because, like you said, you're in an un- unattainable situation based on the question. So I thought the easiest response is okay, fair point. When did you like? When did you start believing that you like to touch little kids? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it's, it, 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 exactly. It's, it's the same, you know, first of all, I don't believe most people I talk to like to touch little kids, right? It's, it's just, if that's, if you're going to go to that, if you're going to imply, well, because for instance, you support Donald Trump, you're a racist. Okay. Fair. You support Joe Biden. You like little kids to be touched. I mean, it's, 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 it's crappy arguments, right? It's, 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 it's nonsense. So my thought is number one, thankfully, I've never been in a situation where this was any kind of discussion, (laughs) you know, but I thought to myself, in the event somebody decides to play that card because it's the card of the week, that's going to be my response because it's just, we're done (laughs) with this. So... But yeah, with the, the whole Spotify thing, you know, it, it's, and Joe said, said something and we've talked about it before too in the past. It's, it's about, you know, it's like you can't even have a, just a generalized discussion because it's, it's like, if you're having a generalized discussion, then it's, you're not supportive. Well, wait a minute here. You know, I, I, for, first of all, never, I, I feel that you can be whoever you want to be um, uh, if you want to. Transition to be male, female, and female male, whatever, and that's going to make you happy, or or if that's your choice. That has no bearing on me, none whatsoever. It, I I have no problem. I have a family member who's trans. It's fine. I've, it, we're talking for almost thirty years. Okay, well before this was ever a thing, <laughs> real thing, you know. So I know how hard that probably was, and you know, and and really close. We're really close to her actually. Um, so. The whole point with everything is that you know, just it's it's like you can't even you know when you have it like Joe's show. I mean, when you have multiple different types of people on there, it's it's because you know he doesn't really what people like about him and why he's successful and why Spotify brought him over is because for he appealed, million dollars. He appeal right. He appeals to so many people, and it's not because of necessarily any of his personal specific views. It's because he approaches a conversation with an eclectic number of people to listen to what they have to say, to talk about subjects, and to discuss. It's not a debate stage. It's not a you know an interview going for you know uh, you know what do they call it um, uh, the kill uh, what was it zingers or 10-second zing you know whatever totally. you know totally right well, it's so long, it's long form discussion it's right? long form discussion and and again you have people on of all different types of people and it, it's an interesting conversation to listen to you know to listen to him have a conversation with say Milo right or to have him have a conversation with Bernie Sanders, have a conversation with Ted Nugent. I was just going to say Ted Nugent, too. (laughs) They're interesting people when you have to, because I do think it gives you, especially with Long form, at least it gives you a solid two and a half to four hours of of listening to somebody. And it's like you say with Bernie Sanders. You see as a politician, you only, you know, on a debate stage or, or on news clips, you get X amount of time to make a statement. So usually it has to be memorable, right? Got to be remembered. And I think it's good to listen to somebody, you know, uh, just having a discussion with somebody and then you can formulate your own opinion from that. I mean, I'm not saying you listen to Milo and all of a sudden you agree with some of the things he says. I'm just saying, listen to him, have a conversation with somebody who is actively participating in a conversation to have a discussion about many different things. And Joe talks many times on, you You know it, that when you listen to his show, he doesn't just agree with anything people say. They have a discussion. You know, I heard him in the latest Ben Shapiro one. It was very interesting. You know, I mean, Ben's an interesting guy in general. I mean, you know, we he's a conservative. We know that. And, you know, he's obviously a very fast talking guy. He's uh, clearly an intelligent guy. But, you know, I mean, Joe doesn't necessarily agree with everything he's saying, but you know what? They both listen, right? You listen to each other, <laughs> you know, and that's the whole point. So it's, it's just very interesting. So they have this whole like, you know, re- Spotify quote unquote revolt, you know, about, oh, we want this. And it's like, this is where, yes, I think Spotify is interesting because they have the ability to, that their employees to have these type of voices, right? So it's, it's, a, it's, it's good, but, you know, as a company, it's almost like, well, are you going to go? This is tough, people. I mean, I'm sorry you feel like you want to leave, but we also are in, in the business. This is podcasting, you know, and this is a long form. And there are going to be things said on a podcast you may not agree with. Well, anywhere. you
0: know, well, the thing, the thing too <laughs> with him is, you know, yeah. he's got a couple topics that he. I think feels pretty strongly about, and he's debated. Sure. Like one of them is he right. had um, Chris Kresser and James.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't remember the guy's name, James Wilkes, mm-hmm. guy from Game Changers, and they debated, mm-hmm. and he he really sided on one of them. You could you could really sure. tell that he was taking sure. a particular stance on. Which that. is fair. He has um, a right
1: to have his thoughts and opinion. Of course, <laughs> of know, yeah.
0: course. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, I almost I almost feel like he should do that more often. But at the same time, um, he's. He's very good at pivoting with different people. Um, even Alex Jones, he pivots with a little bit, and you know sure. Eddie Bravo, one of his best friends, is this mm-hmm. conspiracy theorist, flat right. earther kind of guy. Right, right. Yeah. And, and it's one of his best pals. And he says this all the time, I got people that you know Alex and Eddie that I just I don't agree with their shit and they're crazy, but that doesn't mean they're not my friends. Yeah, um, and that doesn't mean that they're not necessarily in
1: general good people. No, and, and the one place
0: <laughs> yeah. and, and the one thing, and he says this like when, but you know he goes, and I'm not an expert in most things. Mm-hmm. Because he's not. None of us are, right? Correct. Yeah. But he's like have, it,
1: usually having people on that some in a lot of cases are, oh, <laughs> which is. Good. Oh,
0: that's the thing is. He, I mean, he has people that are absolutely experts in their world, yeah. and he knows, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, admittedly, fuck all about, or you know, what they read. He read their book or something, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, uh, to say it's a fraction of what they know is being generous, probably. Sure. You know, he, but then he spot you know the trans thing because of course the trans issue really took off for him. When he spoke up very specifically when the trans issue or the trans topic, I should say, not issue. Issue makes it sound negative. Right. When the topic. trans yeah, topic fair. entered his world of expertise, MMA. absolutely, in fighting. Yep, absolutely, and, and that's what he talks about um, during that. And episode. he has
1: that expertise in that area. <laughs> so,
0: you know, yeah. he is an expert when it comes to fighting, and mm-hmm. and that's not a that's not a subjective comment. He no, that's isn't true. <laughs> and and not just an expert like like watches it. He is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu mm-hmm. from a well um a, a well renowned school, the tenth planet, Eddie mm-hmm. Bravo's. Mm-hmm. He also is a multi degree black belt in Taekwondo, including being a national champion. Mm-hmm. So like he's not some fly by night um martial arts person in the sense of it's been his life to follow it let alone
1: be involved in the mma in terms of announcing and and, well that's what i mean like like that all of that all of that he's
0: he's, he is the commentator Mm -hmm. in in mma history yeah he is he is you know i mean the interesting thing is there he's so good at taekwondo i don't know if you've seen these before Mm -hmm. he is so good at taekwondo there's a kick he does.
1: Oh yeah, you showed that to me.
0: Yeah, he's so uh-huh. good at it that like George Saint Pierre, a multi-time, a multi-division champion in in UFC, learned how to do that kick better from Joe. Mm-hmm. Like he's that good. Right. I, I mean, he's not, you know, he's not um gonna go and you know win any MMA titles or anything. But
1: no. he's he's but he but he's an expert in. His in next, arena in yeah. his
0: in his world. So when yeah. the trans topic entered his arena, and it was a female, tra- a female trans Fallon fighter Fox,
1: Fallon Fox, yeah, that, who
0: had been fighting for not that long, but had been a male for about thirty years, I believe thirty and years transitioned. Yeah, yeah. he made the point like structurally that that person is a male and is coming in and is beating the fuck out of people because the advantage that she had of having. Hips, shoulders,
1: mm-hmm. all the physiological above. fact differences as the to, f- yeah.
0: Physiological differences that just are existing because yeah. of that person being a male for the bulk of their life, mm-hmm. especially through the formative years, um, was, he's like, is completely unfair. And of course, he got yeah. railed on for having that. Um, I don't even want to say opinion because opinion it almost makes it, but it is an opinion. It's just an incredibly. It's an opinion
1: with actual significant incredi- it's an, it's, data it's, it's behind inco- it to show that. It's an incredibly <laughs> well-informed. Topic. There you go. That's a great. Well, yeah. keep in mind, he does say on there too, in regards to that, not only did he talk about how obviously just being a male body, you know, for 30 years, You know, but it was also saying it was very clear uh, that was was not winning on technique with, you know, this is someone who knows fighting. So was watching this person uh, dominate other trained female fighters that have technique and was clearly inferior in the technique field. And so it was It was pointing out the fact that these fights were not being won because of technique. These fights were being won because in the end of just being able to overpower based on the physiological differences That's that that right. person had. And and that was, the I think, the crutch of it, which is important for people to know, is that this person, fighting-wise, was inferior technique-wise. They were not choose a very not, choose, good choose, MMA choose
0: fighter. not a better fighter. Right. Um, That's it.
1: Yeah, compared to the, to the which opponents, is, which is right, interesting because
0: yeah. you know, so you know, to that point, right? Like, so I'll, here's my say. Se- I'll announce. I like to announce my segues.
1: Segway!
0: <laughs> so, in my recent fights that I've had, um, one of the people I fight is a woman because mm-hmm. in in our training classes, and it you know she's a, a multi-striped white belt. I'm I'm literally a few classes in, mm-hmm. but like there was a couple times that she got frustrated because she's, I, I muscled out of a, out of something mm-hmm. when, when her technique is, you know, she has technique. I have none right. yet, right. but I was able to muscle out of something because I was able to just like, literally just throw her off of me. Mm-hmm. And, and it was funny because the instructor kind of laughed. He's like, and he showed her ways to stop me from doing it. But, you know, if I was, if I was rolling with the, The other guy in the class, when I did roll with the guy in the Mm -hmm. class, I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to just throw him off of me. Right, right. Right. Um, Because, you know, even though I outweighed him by, eh, I I weigh the guy by probably 20 or 25 pounds, That you know, I don't outweigh him by 70 pounds. Exactly. Or 60 pounds or whatever it is. Which is
1: significant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's
0: huge. And and it's not just that weight. It's also my strength. Right. I, I think she's early 20s and I'm 44. I have... Right, like, she, like at one point, like there's, um, there's one grip where you reach up and you grab the lapel of the gi up real high, and and I grabbed, and as soon as I grabbed, she's like, "Oh Jesus, your fucking grip is so strong," <laughs> and like, <laughs> right, because you know, for, first of all, I'm I'm not young, so I have a strong grip. I I'm I'm a fairly strong guy. Uh, she just wasn't used to it, right? And sure. that was neat. I wasn't right. even grabbing hard, right? Like I probably. Well, I was grabbing hard. I could have grabbed harder. Um, but you know, it's just it's interesting because again, you just she's never gonna get that from a woman. She's never gonna have a woman that she's gonna roll with that will be able to grab and hold onto the lapel as strong as I can. It just sure. won't happen. Right. Like and that that just means because it's all just amateur people in jujitsu class and you know, unless unless a woman comes in that's been training since they were ten years old, that mm-hmm. probably has a stronger grip than me because of that. Right. Right, because she's trained and probably would. And she's just not gonna run into this the average man and the average woman, I have a bigger, stronger grip. My hand is, you know, twenty percent larger than a woman's hand. Right, yeah. Just it's, it's how it is. Right? Like it's yeah. just it's just not even a debate. Which that's the segues I'm I'm now training jujitsu. Yeah. Did I tell you, did I tell you that I was doing you, that?
1: You sent a picture.
0: I did. Oh but you to, didn't
1: tell me you didn't tell me you were doing that, but but um, by sending the picture, I'm like, oh, and I assumed it was because you talked about it. So I assumed, and mm-hmm. I think I kind of looked at your specific um, garb that you were wearing, and I think I, I think I assumed it was jujitsu.
0: Yeah, so it's um, Gracie Baja, which is mm-hmm. there's Royce Gracie. Uh, well, Carlos Gracie. Oh, sorry, Carlos, Carlos Gracie Junior, but. But it's part um, of the but Gracie, Gracie group, but, but right? it's part the of the family? Yeah. Right, so, okay. So the, the, it was started in the early part of mm-hmm. the 20th century by the the sort of the matriarch of the family, and then there's a whole ton of Gracies. Sure. Um, Carlos Gracie Jr. being the founder of the, this school. Okay. Um, and there's tons of them, hundreds of them. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of become yeah. this big chain in the world, and you can look it up, and there's some people that will uh, criticize it and some people that will say Others. it's fine.
1: Those are probably purest people though too. Like, oh, well, you shouldn't have a
0: chain. Oh, come on. Oh, or they'll yeah. just they'll say this or that. Like, they do some things that are for money making rather than. But in the end, there's a couple reasons I did it. I went and did a couple free classes, mm-hmm. and they were the they were the they were the one that was the most like because all the first of all, there's martial arts studios that will do multiple, so they do taekwondo and. Brazilian Mm Jiu-Jitsu or something else in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I wanted one that only did Jiu-Jitsu. I didn't want to have um, instructors that were like dabbled in this, dabbled in that. So that was number one. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are ones around. And the ones that I got a hold of, they all say, you know, come try a week for free, which is their way of, you know, hey, you're going to go there. You're probably going to enjoy it. And now we got you hooked, right? Right, sure. But all of them I got a hold of them and they were like they didn't get back to me and I was like, Huh, do you really like, how bad do you want me around? And well, this exactly, one yeah. and this one said, Oh yeah, come do a free class I did. And then he actually called me like two days later. He's like, Are you coming in for another class? I'm like, Oh He's like, Yeah, come come try another one. And the instructor said you seem to really enjoy it. So they actually he was a super friend and I liked that. I liked Sure like, I get it. It's a business thing. It's it's wise. You get somebody to you know, to you know, have a little sniff of the blow and they want more, right? Um, so you give them a little more, right? Like it's no skin off their back to have me show up to a class that's already running. Yeah, um, yeah but, exactly. But they were very like friendly and like it just the, the atmosphere was good. So I like that. And, um, and the other thing too is no other place that I find had a class that I could do, had classes, training classes that I could do before work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I can do it at 5.30. So this morning I did it at 5.30 this morning. It's, it's fucking awesome. I... I I absolutely can see myself getting—I don't want to say obsessed, but for lack of a better way of putting it—I think I'm gonna—I—I won't be surprised if I get obsessed with it. You are—you
1: are an obsessive person, very much so. Yeah. When you do something, you—you're like Susan and you are—you and Susan are very similar. When you guys decide to do something, you like head down, barrel, full bore. Like there's no—like I'm more of a—I like to test the waters a little bit. You know, know, I'm kind of a non-committal, and then boom, okay, great. Now yeah. you guys are like hard charge, which is totally great. It's cool. It's just it's, funny. It's it's my style yeah. for sure, right?
3: But
0: right. yeah, it's, so it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been to I can't remember how many classes four or five, three or four. But it, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I have a knack for it. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wrestled and I was pretty good at wrestling, and it's not wrestling, but you know, there's it's grappling, mm-hmm. and you have to have a certain sense for these things. So mm-hmm. I'll see. I
1: wrestled you. too in high school. So yeah,
0: wrestling is awesome. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, so did
1: I. It
0: was fantastic. There's, there's no workout like it.
1: Oh, I don't. I've told people that too. I played, you know, I played football, baseball, yeah, volleyball. Even did sand volleyball, you know, which is tough. You know, very it, hard. But yeah. oh my gosh, I swear. And I did. Yeah, wrestled in junior and in junior, in, uh, in junior uh, sophomore junior year. And I remember going. I, you nothing prepares you for how much running <laughs> you're gonna do and how much endurance you're going to do for only a 6 minute total match. It's cra- and to be done with that match, if you can make it the full 6 minutes, you're completely spent. Oh, completely. A, a minute of hard wrestling. Yeah. 1
0: minute. Yeah. of hard wrestling. Yep. is brutal. It's
2: yeah. It's brutal. I mean, yeah.
0: we did we did so in in um in jiu-jitsu when you when you spar or when you compete, it's called rolling. You roll with mm-hmm. someone, right? So when you roll for we did this thing where he put a timer on, and he was, okay, minute and a half, go in this position, uh, one person's in a mount, one person's in, it different. we did these different ones, and you have to get to X. So if one mm-hmm. person gets to this, he wins. If the other person gets to this, they win. Mm-hmm. And he sets the timer for a minute and a half. The first time we did it, at one point, I looked, I could see the timer, because it's on an iPad that's on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of looked over, and I'm like, fucking 45 seconds and I remember thinking I, I might just tap out here just because I'm mm-hmm. so fucking gassed but then I was like mm-hmm. no I because if I tap and they're like what I'll be like oh I was gassed I'm like there's no way I'm answering that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah right <laughs> but I was I was fuck,
0: the mm-hmm. the guy had his, sh- his shoulder like on my face so I couldn't breathe well to begin with mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure And I mean I don't know what the fuck I'm doing like I don't oh, sure. I have no clue and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure things out and I'm trying not to freak out and like try to muscle my way out of something that no, know you can't muscle your way out of. Um, and I'm like the biggest, strongest guy out of everyone. But I know that means for shit when I'm going against a guy that even has halfway knowing what they're doing. Right. I'm, I'm trying and I'm like, fuck. And then and then, if you lose, which of course I did every goddamn time, I have to do five burpees. So it's like you're gas and it's like do burpees and you're like,
1: huh. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what... That sounds eerily familiar. I remember telling yeah. you I have never been as in shape in my entire life as to when I was wrestling. It's wild. And it was wild. And and it was impressive, but it was wild. And I loved it. And you know, but you know, in high school too, right? Everybody's just, you know, like, ah, they were the singlets, right? So of course you're going to get screwed with for that just cuz it's dumb. But I'm like, yeah, come out in the mat. Just come on. Yeah. <laughs> i mean it's it's i i and i you know i've done a lot of different sports and I, to this day i still will say that that time period i i can't even i couldn't even fathom that again it was that that just that amount of running you know and just the constant where it's like okay you wrestle today, go, go ahead and run around the gym for 45 minutes just go pace go <laughs> i mean it's just crazy so, but yeah, so I know when you're talking about that, being gassed like that, I, I feel that. I feel when you said it, I'm like, oh, memories. I feel that. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah. true.
0: And like if somebody said right now, this second, I want you to go out and run three miles mm-hmm. or I want you to wrestle this guy over here, same weight, maybe mm-hmm. even just a regular you know, middle aged guy, you, me and you. Wrestle I'll Eric. I'll take I'll run. I'll run. Wrestle Eric for four minutes.
1: <laughs> I'll run. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Every time. There's no, not even every time. Hundred percent of the time I'm running. And I hate and I hate running. <laughs> like I hate running. Like, like, the thing is
0: you probably yeah. would enjoy the wrestling in the sense of like it, the sure. physical endeavor. Yes. But you know which one's
1: gonna gas you more. Oh yeah. No, I was like, it was always I've always talked about being in shape and it's like I always was the guy that I like. I could literally go out and play like ten straight games of sand volleyball and not care. Like just go, go, go. we sure. went yeah. and go, and I wouldn't stop. But you asked me to go run a mile. I'm gassed after the you know I'm I'm done after like the first half. Like I just want to do. I still like it. So it's like that to me yeah. isn't. But so I but so I always got really in shape doing that other stuff but it was so funny it's all mental but yeah that's how much i would still do it is i would still pick running that and i hate running (laughs) so yeah i would do that
0: which is which is funny because when you look at um um when you look at wrestlers like Mm -hmm. you know like actual like real you know olympic wrestlers um when you look at the heavyweights which are I don't I can't remember what the the full mm-hmm. size for for a heavyweight like Greco Roman or right. freestyle wrestlers, right. but it's very large. Sure, yeah, um,
1: it's over two two twenty five. So oh, 250, no, no. maybe yeah, 250, think, almost three hundred. I think heavyweights right? are two sixty five. Yeah, okay, really, that would make sense. Yeah, something oh, still, like that.
0: Oof. But you look at them, a lot of them have got little bellies and stuff on them. But you are like, yeah. I wouldn't fuck around with those. Nope, guys. I wouldn't be
1: in there. Because no.
0: like, like 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 even their like their ability to endure is is wild but you look at you look at some of the i mean you look at you look at um i think have i talked about him alexander carolyn on the podcast um, i don't think so no no oh my god okay so google for yourself
2: mm-hmm.
0: alexander so alec like mm-hmm. the russian way uh a l e k s a n d r and then carolyn k a-R-E-L-I-N. So oh, yeah. Up,
1: I know who he is. Um, I definitely know who he is. Yeah.
0: So, so this guy, when you see pictures of him.
1: Yeah.
0: He's, I think he generally weighed 265 to 280. Yeah. And you look at him, he's just ripped as ripped. shit. Just like oh, yeah. ripped. And his core is as big as his shoulders. Like, oh, sure. He almost oh, yeah. doesn't V down because he's so strong. Yeah. But if you look up the, um, if you look up like Carolyn and, and just, or look up the Carolyn lift, uh-huh. So the thing he would do is he would grab guys that were laying flat on, their, on the mat, on their belly, mm-hmm. and he would be down on their his knees, and he would pick up a 300-pound man, right? A 285-pound yeah. man yeah. off the mat from his knees, and he would lift them up and throw them, twisting yeah. their body. Like, his strength yep. and his ability, like, was in, insane, like... To yeah. say the man was athletic is not even being kind to the word athletic. Like he's the epitome yeah. of of just like a pure athlete.
1: Oh sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've seen that throw too. By the way, I have
0: seen. It's it. wild. It's, it's absolutely. Crazy. It's absolutely wild. He um, if if you look up his Wikipedia, look up look up Alexander Carroll and then look up um mm-hmm. his Wikipedia. Dun, 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 dun. List, if you look list of olympic medalists um in super he, he was super heavyweight
1: mm-hmm. um, sport greco roman wrestling yeah he has 29 gold medals <laughs> and one silver
0: so and if in- if you look at if you look at his 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 list so first of all his silver was at the Sydney Olympics. He lost by one point, and it was controversial to begin with.
1: And I think it was against the American, wasn't uh, it?
0: Yeah, Rulon Gardner. Um, Rulon
1: Gardner. That's who it was. I remember that Olympics because that was a big deal.
0: It was a big yeah. deal, and he he was so mad that he lost because he lost in the and something that was a rule change uh-huh. like just before the Olympics, and the controversy behind it is that um, um, what is it? What does it say here? He has a first loss. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't really say here, but he, he did he the he he did lose, um, in a controversial way. He complained mm-hmm. sure. about it. Sure, but right. but the crazy thing was the the he didn't lose from 1987 to 2000,
2: mm-hmm.
0: not once. And not only that, but he didn't have a point scored against him. In the final six years of that thirteen-year stretch, wow! In in anything, yeah. he didn't have a point score in the Olympics, in the World Championships, at the World Cups, at the European, cha- the, at the Russian, at the, nothing. Nobody got anything on him for six years. Never mind the fact that he um, didn't lose in 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 over a dozen years.
1: Sure. Let alone, on the last last of the six, nobody even scored a point on him. Like, not even on a reversal.
0: No. No, no, (laughs) nothing. Nobody got anything. I I love what he goes. No one can believe, because people call him the experiment, and Mm -hmm. apparently he got drug tested like five or six times. Right. uh, More than anyone else. He goes, no one can completely believe that I'm natural. He goes, the most important drug is to train like a madman. Really? Like a madman. The people who accuse me are those who have never trained once in their life like I train every day of my life.
1: Yeah, I believe it. I've seen him. I saw him. I remember him from in the day. I remember he was, you know, and I'm not a huge, I would say, Olympic person, but I knew who he was because he was like the force. (laughs) You know, when you have that guy that's just, yeah. It was like, it was, um it was like, you know, this guy, obviously, uh, different analogy, but it was like M- Mike Tyson getting knocked out by Buster Douglas. It was like, granted, this guy, yeah. this guy was more dominant for so many more years before Mike Tyson was, you know, in terms of when that happened. So this was even a bigger thing. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When asked about his toughest appointment, Carolyn instantly replied, my refrigerator. Referring to one of his drills. For which he bear hugged his refrigerator and carried it up eight flights of stairs of his hometown nine story apartment building. So he'd pick up his refrigerator and carry it up the stairs. Oh (laughs)
1: my God. Oh my God. No, thank you.
0: Now, I'm sure it's not, it was one of those little refrigerators. Like not like the standard one that you or I might have in our. But I don't I'm care. not
1: so sure. I believe that.
0: <laughs> I, I I just I don't care the fact that you pick up a refrigerator that you have to bear hug, is and then upstairs, come
1: on, ugh, yeah, let alone downstairs.
2: <sighs>
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah, it just. So,
1: I believe yesterday was Thanksgiving for you.
0: Oh yeah, is it that, was Thanksgiving. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, yesterday was uh was yesterday was the original correct Thanksgiving. You guys have your <laughs> uh, we'll call it copycat version mm, in yeah. um, a month and a half. Yeah. Totally fake. No, it didn't say it's fake. Copycat. No, it's, it's it's real. It's the copycat one though.
1: But is it really a copycat when you guys don't care about it as much as I guess we do up here? Sure we care about it. You don't really care about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Hey we all take it off every single one of us well of course you do it's on a monday yeah you you're going to take it off ours is on a thursday by the way if you i i was actually in very interested in this topic about american and canadian sure. yeah so i just amazingly enough i did a little research ooh we're researched right? now well, no. Let's be just careful. Because,
0: let's, let's be careful with this standard that we said, right? I know.
1: Well, no. Just because I thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. You know, just because I was like, okay. okay. So, but what I found was interesting because I didn't even ask Susan this. I go, it says here, <laughs> it says here mm-hmm. that Canadians they get Monday off, which is technically their Thanksgiving, and Correct. some families celebrate on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. It just depends on whatever. Some of us we do it all of them. Sure. Under completely legit. I don't. I wouldn't blame you. Yep. And I said, but here it says in America, it's Friday and Monday. And I'm like, what? well, keep in mind. Yeah, I was reading this thing. I read this article, and it was like, here's, and I'm sure there's more. But it said, here's ten differences of, you know, Canadian versus American examining. I'm like, oh, interesting. So at least give me a synopsis just to get a bead on it, right? Sure. And it said, you know, whereas Americans have Thursday, Friday, Monday, and I'm like, that's not true, <laughs> because, and I work in the banking sector, so we don't necessarily, you know, not every holiday is a holiday we actually get, right? But Correct. I'm like, no, we get Thanksgiving Day. That's right. And we, in the at least in our business, we don't get the Friday, and we don't get the Monday. And I said, my whole life, I go, I don't know any, anybody who got who who got from their job, you know. Friday and Monday. Everybody gets Thursday. Everybody does. But it's, you know, it's like I'm like, where did those two days come from because we certainly have never I've never seen that. And granted I work in an industry that doesn't get it, but I think back even before that, I'm like, I don't know anybody who got that. So, I'm like, I don't know about this <laughs> because it's still, you know, we each get at least one day. I just thought it was funny. I'm like, I don't know about this two extra days because we've never had anything like that. I definitely
0: know <laughs> Americans who every year get the friday off
1: a lot of i it, i know ones com, that because
0: because oh, their okay. company does that right sure yeah,
1: yeah. It, that could be yeah and, and i'm not saying i'm not I'm certainly not saying we don't get both but i'm but i certainly know that monday no, no. that's no no um friday i know we don't get it but that's also because we're in the banking industry but some of us will take it off but we take a vacation day for it you know so it's but we we automatically get Thursday, clearly, for Thanksgiving for us, because our Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of the month in November, and your, guys, is the second Monday of October. Correct. Right. So if you look back in the history of it, which
0: I was Mm -hmm. also doing some research, like I said, we're sitting in a particular bar here,
1: (laughs) is- Let everybody know this is rare. For, and it, do not expect we this. You have to be
0: careful. Do people, not expect this. Must we're, start to expect this.
1: No, we are going to tell you right now, don't expect this. So it's your fault if you do. <laughs> so,
0: okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. True. Um, so Canadian Thanksgiving um, predates um, American Thanksgiving by a whole. It went, they're in two different centuries. You're
1: 1578. We were 1621, technically co- speaking.
0: Co- that is technically speaking when you name dates yes
2: Mm -hmm.
1: well there's each also has three dates
0: uh what do you mean
1: well your first was canadian was 1578 and that was because of martin frobisher's third voyage to canada and it was the celebration there that celebration was just for the safe passage to canada oh and then 1879 i don't know the reasoning on that
0: uh, the 1879 one was the first official one, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, around. I have to find it. I think it was as as the as the country actually existed. That's fair. Okay. Um, so like where Good. the country actually did a an official celebration, right? Okay.
1: Yes, yeah. and then 1957 where it was actually uh, uh, 1957. It said it was where it was actually named an actual holiday 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 where it was you know and i'm assuming that includes the it's a national holiday so everybody gets a day off yeah and it's it's, it's, assuming it's like the
0: american one in the sense that right uh, it's there's been a whole bunch of official official right. unofficial official again announcements of of uh, thanksgiving right like and sure and and well i guess these <laughs> and, and they let the it um, out yes. there we go and the american <laughs> one just like the canadian one has mm-hmm. not always been at the same time Sure. The American one was in October for a bit. It was mm-hmm. a, it's been celebrated in November. The Canadian one's been celebrated in November as well.
1: Sure. Right.
0: So I think the only thing that we can very clearly decide on is which one was first. Yes. Oh, Canada.
1: Yeah. Oh, Canada was first, but the United States was, was first in terms of naming it an official day. Yours was in 1957, and ours was in
0: 1863.
1: Um, sure. So you get it on the you get points for doing it first. F- for doing it first, but you know, just like sex, doing getting laid for the first time isn't always your best experience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you 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 did stuff wrong then, my friend.
1: <laughs> no, you didn't. Hear, it was a bit clumsy you, and. Sorry all to hear that, that for you. <laughs> That was a good thank you. I'm proud of that analogy. Um, no, you get points for it being first. We get points for it being first in, as an official actual sure. day.
0: Okay. Um, but, so you still get points. Now, the interesting thing is I watched a bunch of people post yesterday, you mm-hmm. know, happening Indigenous Peoples Day and
1: all this. Yeah, yeah. For Col- we have Columbus Day, which was yesterday, which yeah. is now also Indigenous people. It's both yeah. at this point.
0: But I, 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 di- I didn't go correct now that I've learned that – our Thanksgiving has never been about anything with Indigenous peoples. No, it's always been Canadian. One has always been thanks for the harvest, and that's why we have yep. it in October because exactly our harvest it aligns
1: with right. the seasons.
0: Aligns with Got our it. our our harvest that tends to have to be a little bit earlier than Americans. But sure, you know, in general, yes. Um, but I had a good laugh on it because I'm like, wow, this whole bunch of people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Because mm-hmm. ours has nothing to do with indigenous people. Right. Now you could say
1: it for ours, but you're talking about in reference to Thanksgiving, though. I'm just talking about
0: our Thanksgiving. Right. Ours and is it,
1: Columbus Day, and I understand and, why people and, talk
0: and, about. And it, I have so. heard people talk about that with uh, with Thanksgiving, because of course the Pilgrims were thanking mm-hmm. indigenous, you know, the natives right. at that time. So there was a. It's always had that tie to the Native people right. um, for Thanksgiving. So I, I get as well that they do that for. Uh, American Thanksgiving as well, but to tie it to Canadian Thanksgiving is like...
1: Well, no, that's just retarded. Well, Oop, I said the word you're not supposed to. No, you're, you're it's right. Terrible. It's, it's no, it, it, terrible. No, but the correlation isn't the same. And that's why we have Columbus Day, which is yesterday, which has now yep. turned into... To be fair, they haven't changed the name, which it would not surprise me if they wipe it out altogether eventually. But they do also slash with it, also call it Indigenous Peoples Day. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm fine with you calling it either one. It makes no difference to me personally. So, you know whether you know whether you want to call it you know Columbus Day or Indigenous People, that's fine. But I don't care about fighting about it. That's irrelevant.
0: I think it. it's funny because you have a Columbus Day and Columbus never made it to America.
1: No, I know. <laughs> The, it's it's more because it's irrelevant it's not relevant and it to me if you're gonna stop calling it that it's because it's not really relevant in terms of making it to america right so it, it didn't kind of sell america right it seems like like i get why you would go pilgrims you know all that and and you know the mayflower coming over that makes sense to me right but it's like okay columbus day it's irrelevant it's not relevant to me it never has been none of us have ever cared about it so that's why when this whole yep. every year but i i like to stir the pot though i know i don't know if who you know every once in a while i like to do oh god
0: who does care about uh, Columbus day? Uh,
1: uh the people who decided that uh, that when it's columbus day they like to post pictures of native americans saying the real settlers and middle finger and i and i also but i love to rile those people because it's fun for me because i'm kind of like number one i'm sorry but get over it we're done I'm sorry. It it it. You know, we're, I'm not. I'm not going to be an apologist for history. Second of all, I always like to irritate them because I always like to go. Uh, no, we're not going to call them digital people because they didn't win. Well, they came in number two. So I'm sorry.
0: But I think. But I think that what people's issue, and we have the same problem in Canada, mm-hmm. is not
1: that. Oh, by the way, I'm just doing it to row people up. I don't sh- really care uh-huh. one way or the other.
2: <laughs> I don't. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: I think, it, yeah, but it, it's interesting because people just have this, this stupid idea, but let's talk about it seriously because sure, because what drives me bananas is this. People go, blah, 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 colonization, blah, blah, blah. And I go, okay, well, let's talk about the actual issues. Let's talk about the actual issues because people coming over to Canada or the US in the 1500s, 1600s, that's not the actual issue, right? It's what happened once treaties were signed Right and um, and everything kind of kind of fell into into place, and then that's when actually the probably the worst behaviors happened on sure. the side of the government of Canada and right. government of the U.S. Absolutely, like we have 100%, we, we have something called residential school
2: mm-hmm.
0: that occurred up here. And what they did is, and this is just unbelievably bad. It was mostly run by Catholic um, entities with the U- Canadian government. But what they did is they had these what they called residential schools. Where off of reservations, they took children from Indigenous people families and put them in these residential schools Mm -hmm. with the absolutely like written out um, mandate to, for lack of a better way of putting it, um, basically wash out their Indigenous culture Mm -hmm. and life.
1: Yeah, whitewash them out. Get them out. To whitewash
0: them right, out. Yeah, right. whitewash. That's right. But like mm-hmm. horribly so. Like the mm-hmm. the 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 stuff they talk about was that 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 happened in these schools was just revolting, gross. Sure. So these no residential way. schools were is one of the one of the biggest things that they talk about in Canadian history. That 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 is the worst things we did to Indigenous people in Canada. Um, you know, and and. Rightfully said so. that's it was terrible i mean we signed these treaties you know people are given their you know the you know whatever nations so there's Squamish, you know like i, I, I don't know if i thought of squamish nation but there's all these salish nation mm-hmm. like all these ones and it's also called something nation right and you know they're given these lands and treaties and stuff but we went on them and took their kids away like yeah,
1: yeah. i mean unbelievably
0: it, yeah. horrible right yeah. now um people will say you know colonization 1600s they go are you really going to take somebody from four hundred years ago, and and hold um, what happened to that? I, I don't even say it was win lose sort of thing, like you're, you're conquering sort of thing you're talking about. Right. That's sort of what it was. I just say it
1: to be snide because it's funny.
0: Because it is. It's. I mean, it's I, not I, funny, I, I, but I do
1: it to be kind of an asshole, even though I don't really care about. And the I get. And I get
0: it. Idea. But you know, yeah. you know, like the stuff that like like that happened even in the U.S. when people were put on mm-hmm. on treaty and reservations, where they were basically mm-hmm. purposely. Mm-hmm. um, cut off where they couldn't get anything to really bring themselves forward as, as peoples. Exactly. Yeah. Just terrible. Right. You know, so, you know, that's the stuff that I go, sure. I'll have a conversation about that and how terrible that was. Cause it was, it has, mm-hmm. re, you know, that's, you know, the late 1800s, early 1900s that has absolutely resounding effects to today.
1: No doubt it does. I have a huge, here's <laughs> the thing about like in America, right? In my sleep in Arizona, there was a reservation there. And then there are, where I work for what I do in the Central Valley, there's a, a fairly large American Indian you know, population, just generally. It's it's not sure. necessarily on a reservation. But keep in mind, there is casinos. Like we have a casino like ten, two miles from me. It's Indian owned. And they own almost all of them in California that I know of. Um, and they get the proceeds of that, but with very limited... Taxes included. But here's a lot of it, too, which is interesting. Because so I see auto loan applications for quite a few of those people. Right. And it a lot of it depends on how it eventually was negotiated with the government. Like certain tribes negotiated, right. I guess, maybe harder or better deals. But let me tell you, and you see some applications where you have an 18, 19-year-old kid who has tribal money. He makes five grand a month. That's pretty nice for being a 19-year-old kid. You sure. know, this is what you, you're getting for the rest of your life. It's guaranteed. Then you see people that are either higher up in the tribe um, that are, you know, maybe thirty years old, maybe forty. That I'm seeing that get like twenty grand a month, and we're talking legit. Always going to be there. So, and again, that doesn't right any wrongs <laughs> about what happened, but I'm saying it's it's kind of vast even then, with how much certain people of certain tribes have been deemed to get and i have seen the out the 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 windfall that comes from that a lot we see it a lot in our area that i work and they're significant um but that being said and and here's the interesting part is a lot of those people you know extremely good credit you know buy houses because they've got the money you know so they have their houses right but it's, it's it's always interesting though they buy houses then they buy a ton of cars all at the same time. It's very interesting. It, it's it's very hard to do sometimes because you're always like, well, who's driving all these? There's like nine, <laughs> you know? But I guess if I make 20 grand a month, it's not taxed, right? I can get 20 grand a month and I'm 25 years old, 30 years old. And again, this is case by case. Not everybody gets 20 grand a month, but it's just interesting how that all, how that all somewhat plays out. But what I do feel bad for is the situations with the reservations where you have a high alcoholism, high diabetes because of alcohol, part of it. Um and you get you get a lot of that into what becomes systemic, right? Because of the fact that you're on reservations and yeah, they own the property, but it's all it's run down. It's pretty dilapidated. So th- there's a lot of I wouldn't say positives, but I say that there was some pretty fair I guess you could say reparations is the correct term through time, but then yep. some of it isn't, and you know. So there's there's a history of uh, good and bad when it comes to that. But you know, I I totally don't disagree with the fact, you know, that you should never shy away and respect how bad people were were treated and at least acknowledge it. You know, and no I, doubt, I think right? that, and I think it's fair that people do. But I don't think it's fair also to say that we're going to try to eliminate what history was either. Like, I, I think part of history is understanding that this is a part of history. And that doesn't mean it's being repeated, would it? But it mean. I'm not saying you have to love what happened in history. But I don't think, you know, this whole, like, we want to, um, you know, kind of whitewash out the bad things. It's like, no, I think the bad things are important. You need to know about bad things. You know, it's like my favorite line with to to kill a mockingbird when there was a thing that schools were banning that. I'm like, yeah. And their concept was, well, it's, there's just disturbing um, content. Yeah, that's the point of the fucking book. There sure is. That's the point of the fucking book. And let me tell you something. That is one of the most influential pieces of literature to read as a young person. It gives you everything you need to know about at least in a snapshot, in a fictional event that you absolutely can draw from to understand that this was reality. And if you can't, if you think that people shouldn't read that, no, I think young people at the right age should read that because you need to understand what bad looks like. <laughs> you need to, if you've never seen it, if you've never understood it, that book has so much influence. And so for people to say, what well, has disturbing content? Yeah. That was the best part of the meme I saw. It's the point of the fucking book. (laughs) You know, that's the point. You need to have kids read this. You need to have them, you know, respect, unfortunately, not respect in a good way, but understand history. Right? So, number one, we don't repeat it. And number two, it's just you have to be able to understand that society is, is evolving. And you don't want to forget what's happened before. You know, so
0: well. You know, it's interesting because, like, when you talk about book like *The To Kill a mm-hmm. Mockingbird*, mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, look, it's it's got rape in it, yeah. it's got bigotry and, uh, and, uh, and racism, racism, and, and everything Comple- you completely right? can just
1: disgust over absolutely.
0: And you know, to say that children, you know, obviously appropriately aged children shouldn't read it or understand it or have a mm-hmm. Conversation about it is, first of all, insane. Right. Uh, that you wouldn't have that that conversation. That's um, that's bananas. Um. There's there's a there's a great bit of conversation that Joe Rogan has with people all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jocko Will Willink, um, David Goggins, Cameron Haynes, a few of the people that he has regularly on that are sort of these um like extreme individuals. Like you know, sure. like Cam Haynes runs, you know, the ultra marathons. He's done the Moab two forty that's a mm-hmm. hundred two hundred and forty miles. Like mm-hmm. things that you know normal human beings would have, right. have no chance of doing in their life ever. Sure. But um when they talk one thing they talk about all the time is struggle. you know people are meant to struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two things that are important. That is, you know, I I think about this more and more often with the kids and I think like I I want them to have struggles, the right kind of struggles in their life, and you know, you you obviously want them to have an easier time or better, better opportunities than I did as a a kid because that's what Mm -hmm. you want for your kids. Um, Not to say I didn't have good opportunities because certainly I had far better than most of the world, really. Sure, but you know, you want your kids to have better. But at the same time, I want them to be able to because I think there's an important piece about the right kind of struggle, and um, they talk about that. But then there's also the, the the right part about not shielding them from the world that exists, and right. you know, To Kill a Mockingbird is one of the the popularity of the book in being taught in schools is one of those reasons because mm-hmm. it it doesn't shield you, it doesn't, it's not apologetic for um, the world, it's not, it just says, you know, here it is, here's what we need to learn from it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so so important, like so important. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I think that's a that's a great one to bring up. I mean, there's other books that are very yeah, good as well. Uh, East, of East, East of Eden by mm-hmm. um, Steinbeck's another good one of of that mm-hmm. sort of one, an American yeah. one. Uh, I am not good of thinking uh, one I really liked. Um, it's written by a Canadian uh, an Indo Canadian um, author. He's from India but immigrated to Canada, and, mm-hmm. and it's actually one of my favorite books. It's called A Fine Balance. Mm. Um, and it's told in the in India through the, I think, 60s through 90s, 70s mm-hmm. through 90s, 60s through 80s, something like that. And it follows four people um, that are uh, from different castes in uh, in India, mm, from, okay. from lower to middle low, I guess, um, and, and sort of their struggles and some very sad stuff, some uplifting mm-hmm. stuff. But sure. again, it, it doesn't hide that... Um, that, that India had these castes of systems, and that mm-hmm. that that racial or in, like mm-hmm. I- inequality or um, just straight up bigotry existed in different ways, but there in in the same ways, sure. right? It's funny, you know. There's all this stuff going on in the U.S. apparently. I mean, that's where the mm-hmm. biggest highlight is right now on racial inequality, mm-hmm. and people go, you know, the patriarchy and the white the white people, mm-hmm. and I go. Maybe in the Western world, but you know, when when you go to Asia, white people are not the dominant race.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if I went to China, I am a, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm. You're I'm drastically
1: a, taller than everybody there. And I, but <laughs>
0: I'm an, I'm, a, I'm a tiny as a white man. I'm a tiny yeah. minority. Right. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, I go to certain places and talk to certain people. I I would experience racism. Sure, absolutely, I would. Am I saying that's wrong? I'm saying it's not. It shouldn't be not
1: predictable, right? Well, yeah, I I think yeah. No, you're right. I yeah. Let's not. And again, nobody makes light of it. It's a matter of let's not forget situations happen all over the world, and it's not always predominantly say, in depending on where you, what area you're in, yes, in the West, it's, it's, you have more obviously, you know, uh, Caucasians, but like you said, you go to India or, you know, even going to India or let alone China, like you said there, yeah, you don't think that, that, that potentially that you're going to have an extreme disadvantage, right? Being white as opposed to saying Asian or Indian or whatnot. So totally right and and again it's it's you know and and it it's 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 important to acknowledge inequities that existed in historically, you know, and whether or not you know they're currently existing you know is is obviously what can always be discussed, you know um in, in many different ways so but you're right I, I I think you know to to make the natural assumption that you know that you would, you as a, say a white person wouldn't potentially experience racism in another country. Uh, you know, hopefully you don't, obviously, right? But it's it would not be unheard of, right, in terms of that. So it's, yep. you know, I, I think like everything, it's, it's you know, just wanting to, to make sure that, you know, everybody's or, you know, you, you want to hopefully do the right thing for people in general. And I I, I think people would naturally agree with each other in that case, right? I don't think anybody, hopefully, well, there's a small segment, but we all know that's going to exist. But I I think most people don't wish ill will on anybody, (laughs) you know, when it comes to anything. But um, yeah, so, but I, 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 you know, I know as time has progressed, especially up here, is, you know, the less and less I get involved with social media and the more and more I just simply read information without... It being convoluted by, you know, being thrown at people from different sides, the happier I am, you know, in it, in it, and it, and just in terms of, you know, mentally happy, mentally content, you know, I don't, I don't thrive off the, the constant go ats that people do. It, it just isn't, I don't care about it. It's just not what I care about. <laughs> so, but I just, yeah, I, but here, let's go back Thanksgiving. Cause I was enjoying this part of it. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. But but yeah but but the whole indigenous people um, conversation and all that but yes we we get that you to have it centered on your Thanksgiving is co- you're right completely misinformed because it has zero to do with anything that ever existed in your Thanksgiving for what it's been involved in makes more sense with us because it's really centered around the the, the first gather food gathering sit down with the pilgrims and the and the indians for americans and then of course we know what happened within a generation then everything goes sideways but i i don't know if that you know like i said for our thanksgiving i i don't hold it against that right because i still think the point of it in general with us right is just giving thanks for your family and friends and your existence and where we are and all that good stuff so you guys are on so yeah we your guys are sent around the harvest obviously ours is sent, sent around really the first feast um, what I found interesting is is you guys have what you guys have CFL games that play right on, like yesterday. It's just not as uh, big as quote we, unquote our NFL big well, we, three we on
0: Normally Thursdays, would, but right? the CFL season is not. because oh, right, right. of COVID. Right. No. Okay. But normally we, we do. Yeah. And okay. and actually the interesting thing is it's always rivalry games. Right. Um. So so similarly um to to the NFL where mm-hmm. the Lions the Cowboys play okay. and then
1: packers uh, and nope. the bears
0: uh no no it's then it's always just some other game
1: okay oh, okay no yeah so sure well because they now they're doing three games
0: They've always well they've always done three and it's always the lions play right the cowboys play and then two teams then it's right. just so someone else plays like right yeah like, for
1: for a long time we it was it was a total of wolves well, it, it was two games and then they, as of recently, I'd say the last two to three years, they've thrown it to three games. No, just it's been longer that, than that long. Uh, maybe five. But it, it hasn't okay, been hold on, let me look. that long. Let me look. For three games. It's I mean, been,
0: for it's been, two it's, games for a long time. Been, there's been three games.
1: I don't know about that.
0: Okay, hold on. Let me fucking look here. <laughs> let, let me prove myself wrong. But I do let, know the Lions. It was always me, the Lions. Let me play. Yeah, yeah, you do. Okay. It so was
1: the always NFL- the Lions. Here
0: we it go. Here we game. go. The NFL's thing is Thanksgiving. Excuse me. The NFL's. Mm. Third time. The NFL's Thanksgiving Day games have traditionally included one game hosted by the Lions since 1934. So the Lions have always played on 34. Right. And one game hosted by the Cowboys since 1966. Okay. Okay.
1: So that's. So we know as of 1966, it's been two games. Two
0: games. And since 2006. So
1: fourteen years. So fourteen years. Oh, been a a prime
0: time man. game has been played. has been added. Okay. So the prime time game has always been the um, um the the additional two teams that are not traditional teams.
1: Correct, correct. It's the one extra game. Yeah. yeah.
0: So let's see. Um Denver KC, Indy mm-hmm. Atlanta, Arizona, Philly, New York, Denver. Now to your point, I mean Green Bay has played the Lions once, twice, mm-hmm. three times. This is since this is since oh six.
1: Yeah, I think that's why I'm just for some reason they stick out because I feel There's like an, I'm used to seeing and them. Then, and there. then
0: Green Bay Chicago did play in 2015. Oh, okay. that was the that was the, right. the primetime That was the Lion. prime
1: time game. But okay.
0: Yeah. So I mean. Here, uh, I wish there was a list of, like, how many times teams have... Oh, here we go. Yeah, oh. yeah. Fucking just give me a list of...
1: Not that simple. <laughs> <If I can laughs> Wikipedia. Sometimes
0: you're really good at this.
1: Sometimes like you're really bad. Hmm. I haven't really... Here we
0: go. Complete list. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. That's... What is this? I just want a complete list of how many teams how many times okay fuck um, how many times each team has played on NFL thanks okay 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 you talk while I look this up come on Think um, something. Come on, Phil. Be Mister
1: Phil. Well, yeah, and yeah, I just, I, I, well, I've, I just haven't gotten any into any sports at all. I mean, none. Like, none. I have like, literally, not paid attention. Although my buddy last night texted me, and he's like, "So I guess you're a Braves fan tonight." And I go, "What are you talking about?" He's, like, "Oh, the Braves and the Dodgers are going at yes. it." And I said, "Well, yeah, I don't wouldn't want the Dodgers to win because I, I, I." I Never want them to win, I said. But I, I said, so this year, certainly, I said, it's an asterisk. I said, it's an asterisk. I said that you played 60 games. That's 37% of a normal season. I, I don't yes. care who you are. You, whoever wins this year, it is not a real championship. Don't give me that. Because the grind of the 162 baseball season is, it takes a part of that and to win it at the end and only have to play 60 games. Fuck that! That's not a real championship. I don't care what anybody. And I said I don't want the. I certainly don't want the Dodgers to win it and win their first championship since the eighties off a sixty-game season. That's crappy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know. I know. I know. La just won the NBA title, and I know that there was a little different because they had. Um, they had. What do you call it? Uh, they. They started the season, then they had a large break, and then they finished a 30-game swing at the end, and then they had the playoffs. But there was still, I mean, I know COVID went on, but there was still a gap there of a long period of time, so I still don't feel that's legit. (laughs) You know, so anyways, but yeah, they won that, so I'm like, okay,
0: Well, I mean, there's the same thing for hockey, right? So, you know, you had Tampa Bay win um, uh, the Stanley Cup. Right, yeah. They did the same thing, and then, you know, Mm -hmm. the Lakers just won. Yeah. I mean, at least they played. At well, least they
1: played a lot of games, but that gap in between. I, my personal opinion is is part of the whole championships is that full grind, and to not yeah. and to have that gap that happened. And and, the, and there know, will
0: and there will be that's the COVID season for all the different sure, sports. But, yeah, but and they still won they, still won. they still won. They still won the championship that was put in front of them, and that's their job. Yeah, so. it is
1: their job, but still, I don't want LA. So,
0: so, LA. so, so yeah, well. <laughs> um so here we go so detroit obviously has played 79 um consecutive thanksgivings Mm -hmm. now dallas has played in 51 40 41 of which have been consecutive oh wow since now green bay no surprise is number three of the non ones uh, right? right so 36 okay so what's next after green bay Chicago. So now, yeah, Chicago 33, because the two teams have been... But I, I bet you don't guess who's number after Chicago. Probably not. Um after Chicago? New York? Close. Okay. They're, they're the after, but the Cardinals are next.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I definitely want to pick that. But
0: you think that... So we go 79-51, Packers are 36 times, Bears are 33 times. Then Cardinals are drop-off down to 23. Giants fifteen and then it's eleven, eleven, nine, eight, right. eight. Like it's yeah. it's not very many by by I mean, the Pats. Only five times.
1: Huh. That's very interesting. You think in the last twenty years they had played more than that just because of their relevance.
0: Yes. Right? Hmm. Interesting. Totally.
1: That's weird. So but yeah. Pan- Panthers,
0: then... Buccaneers, Texans, Bengals, Jaguars, one one, 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 one. Jacksonville Jaguars haven't played on Thanksgiving.
1: They are the newest of all the teams, technically speaking. But still, they've been around for 20-something years. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, and when I say new, I mean, it's still, it's not like they've, they've just got into existence like a couple of years ago. Crazy, right? But yeah, but I could see that. So we got, so you guys have, I, uh, we have obviously more of the NFL games. You guys don't have, bl- you're, you're, our version, we have Black Friday the next day. <laughs> and you guys don't have that after like today, obviously, because you're on Mondays. But, no. So oh that's the big but
0: thing. but before we do that mm-hmm. we should talk about CFL Thanksgiving football. Oh yeah. yeah that's an, that is an interesting one mm-hmm. because um so the same games and their rivalry games um it's called the Thanksgiving Day Classic. Okay? It's a doubleheader and um it's um generally speaking Montreal Right. Um, are given the, Alouettes? Yeah, they host the opening game. Okay. Um, uh, hold on here. I love this. Since the creation, since its creation in 1958 to the there's been 128 20 games played on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Um, Uh, so it's it's usually Montreal and all, Ottawa.
2: Okay. Zild Rough Riders. All that, right.
0: That, hey, you knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. Good for you. Mm-hmm.
1: I know some of them. Um.
0: But what happens is is they what they do is they play. So, uh, for Thanksgiving, they like they all play, the teams play. But then what they do is the week following, they they. The teams play each other again, Mm -hmm. but at the other stadium. Oh, okay. So Montreal will host Ottawa in Montreal. But then next week, Ottawa will host Montreal.
1: Okay. So, yeah. So on Thanksgiving, it's the one stadium. And then the very next week, though, they go back and play at the other place. They go play. Interesting. So they play back to back same teams within a week, which is pretty cool, actually
0: because yeah. it, cause oh, it yeah. makes for rivalry right like if you oh, just yeah. if you've just lost it's like super like super in your mind right
1: oh yeah so aren't there so you had Ottawa but don't you also have the Saskatchewan Rough riders
0: <laughs> so Ottawa is no longer okay the rough riders what are they now They're the red blacks Oh, so what okay. happened was the, the Ottawa Rough riders actually um when like 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 folded, like the bit like oh, the, the team went on business. Oh, so when they okay. came back into the league, they mm-hmm. were not allowed to have the
1: name the Rough Riders. Um so Saskatchewan got that in its place? Like why would so, so they both had, or did they both have the same name at one time?
0: Yes, they did. They had okay. the same name. And right. it actually went from Ottawa to Rough Riders, then they were the Renegades, and okay. then they're the Red Blacks now.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: Um and yeah, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are the, they'll never go right. away. Right, sure. Um, there's, there's a reason for that. Now, the, the interesting thing was the Ottawa Rough Riders were the Rough Riders. There was a space. The mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Saskatchewan Rough
1: Riders. It was no space. No space. <laughs> One word. Okay. Yes. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> okay. You silly Canadians. You silly Canadians. Now, what's a Rough Rider? Mm, cowboy. Close. Well, I don't know what else is close to a cowboy.
0: <laughs> mm, actually, I shouldn't say it. It's not close to a cowboy.
1: Huh. Uh, someone who trains horses? No. You'll never guess. I, I just shouldn't. Um, Riding unbroken or little trained horses? Rough rider. <laughs> So someone who rides wild horses pretty
0: much <laughs> no I shouldn't I shouldn't it's, it's not, uh, I believe it? um, that uh, that a rough rider was the original name of the Canadian Mounties on horse like it was a nickname for them
1: oh, oh interesting yep yeah oh my God my friend just posted the, like the perfect meme you ready yep just just heard a comedy skit and a dude said they say their safety in numbers yeah tell that to six million Jews. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. By the Ooh. way, the person who posted that Jewish, yeah, of course. Just a heads up. Yeah, see, my friend Courtney. We call her. She we always refer to her as our fucking Jew friend, just because she calls herself the Jew. So we always think it's funny. <laughs> oh jeez, it's <laughs> great. I'm like, hey, hey, look, she did cool. <laughs> you know? our, our our Jewish Fish friend, but so then so okay. So we have football. So and hold on,
0: I'm just trying to. There's there's somebody here that's talking about why there was two Rough Rider teams. Oh. I've yet to hear a convincing argument as to the issue with the Rough Riders and Rough Riders coexisting, whether in 1976 or 2010. I have friends, Saskatchewan, and fans of other teams who support the idea that a single Rough Riders team is better for the league. The reaction of rider fans is natural. It's our name, and there's only one Rough Riders. We are the true Rough Riders. I don't see how that provides any sole claim to the name. It can be considered it in a discussion. I assure Saskatchewan fans that having the Ottawa Rough Riders in the league will not diminish their club in any way.
1: <laughs> well, clearly not because they folded.
0: <laughs> and they, Yeah, I wonder, when was this written? 2010, okay, yeah.
1: They had to have folded since then. Yeah, they did, yeah. It's funny, you're like, well, they folded, so you're correct. Your yeah. prediction was correct that it would have no effect. It did not.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it is funny because there's, I, I remember seeing a comedian one time. Anyway, I'm not going to go about the Rough Riders mm-hmm. anymore other than this guy was a... Uh, this guy was like, yeah, so, you know, you know, we're so awesome in the CFL. We got retards naming teams because, you know, what happened was when the Ottawa team was like, hey, so we need to we need to name a team. Hey, Joey, what should we name the team? R- rough Riders. Okay, we already have a team named the Rough Riders, but, you know, anything you want. You can, almost any name. I mean, there's not that many teams in the league, so it's really hard to duplicate. What do you want to call them? Uh, uh, rough Riders. I really like that name, Rough Riders, but, you know, make it rough. Riders, not rough riders. Space it out, <laughs> right? So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um...
1: Oh God, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Let's see. So, where did they get the name from? Hold on here. There were the
1: Gina Rough Riders,
0: or you know. Let's change.
1: Well, Eric looks us up. Let's give you some more fun information on, Cal- on, on Canadian and American uh, Thanksgiving. The uh, club, cha- ha- the,
0: the club okay. changed the name to the Regina Rough Riders in nineteen twenty four. Mm-hmm. Ottawa also had a team called the Ottawa Rough Riders. So <laughs> this is it's like a hundred years ago. <laughs> Fuck, we're awesome. Yeah, see, Jesus so there wise. we go. The most credible name of the th- of the name is. Which describes the now how the Northwest Mounted Police were called Rough Riders because they broke the wild horse Broncos that were used by the force and the moniker was adopted from them. Right. And you could make the argument too, and I don't know if it was back then or not. Maybe it was or wasn't, but it is cool now because all Canadian um, RCMP are trained in one place in Regina.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Our RCMP, by the way, is an interesting. Uh, police force compared for to the, what? for
1: for those uh, Americans listening, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police is what right. he's referring to.
0: And and what is the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, do you know?
1: Yeah, of course. They're mounted police.
0: Mounted <laughs> in cars now, but <laughs> So they're they're
1: they, are those the ones who wear like the barrel around their necks and they go to try to save people up in the up in yes. the hills? Yes, yeah that's totally. Cool. I knew yeah. it
0: But the interesting thing is so, what's your national police force?
1: We don't actually have
0: one. The FBI, sort of.
1: Well, is. FBI, okay, yes, well, that's correct. I think more we don't, even though they're law enforcement. I think of we think of police forces. We think of like U.S. Marshals, is what I would think. You know, things like that.
0: Yeah, but they're not a police. No. The FBI is your no. national police force. Sure, if you yeah. if you were to right,
1: them. if you're, you're going to uh, what what would be a comparable?
0: And our comparable right. to the FBI is the RCMP. Right. However. There are also many cities, local police. So for instance, the police force that polices my city is the RCMP. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the way that works is, is our city hires the RCMP to be our police force.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: So, so in the lower mainland, you have many municipalities, right? So there's Coquitlam, Port Coquitlam, mm-hmm. um, Port Moody, Surrey, Vancouver, Burnaby, Richmond, Pitt Meadows, Maple Ridge. Okay, so I name those all for a reason, because the tri cities I live in is taken care of by the Coquitlam RCMP. So Port Moody, Pitt Me- or so Port Moody, Port Coquitlam, and um and Coquitlam, we're all mm-hmm. the Coquitlam RCMP. Now, if you go to Port Moody, they have their own city police. There is the Port Moody Police. Oh, sorry, Coquitlam is Coquitlam or Port Coquitlam, but Port Moody has Port Moody Police. But if you go to pit meadows maple ridge they have rcmp surrey which is almost as big as vancouver has rcmp but vancouver has vpd Mm -hmm. so it's interesting most of the lower mainland is policed by rcmp Mm -hmm. but there is delta police vancouver police west van police so there is other police forces which is quite interesting because then if you go to edmonton it's all edmonton police force except for right downtown there's yeah. there is um, RCMP because anything federal is policed by RCMP and there's an airport downtown mm. and of course airports are all federally right um, mm-hmm. feder- federally regulated so you don't see any RCMP in Edmonton until you're right downtown in, 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 at the airport.
1: Wow, ah, interesting.
0: Calgary's Calgary police, but then Ontario has OPP, so the Ontario police. Put, you know me, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All no, right. it's awesome, right? <laughs> um, the, the, Ontario police, which takes care of the whole province. So they don't have any RCMP except for in federally regulated places. So
1: See, we have, and we have like here, almost every, almost every city has police. Has their but own city we, police. Right. But yeah. we, we also have the sheriff's department and the sheriff's department handle any, uh, city that doesn't have their own police. And that also handle unincorporated areas as well, and they right. also service. They also service the sheriffs. Also service like um, the federal buildings. So they they handle like they're like bailiffs as well. So so the, so the mm-hmm. interesting
0: thing is we have sheriffs here as well, mm-hmm. but sheriffs are pretty much only bailiffs, if you will. They're only right. They basically only take care of um, everything that goes on in courts and um, um, transfer and whatnot from prisons and jails and stuff.
1: Yeah, So it's very interesting because we have the police and then we have the sheriffs and the sheriffs basically handle anything out, you know, that that's not within a certain police area. So it's, it's more rural That's right. or, or again, and they handle the the court system. They handle, uh, it's like a dual thing because they do have, uh, police officers like in downtown Sacramento, but they also have right. sheriffs as bailiffs. So it's like a multiple coverage kind of thing so and then also and then we have you know the sheriffs also handle the jails uh as well not the the prisons but the jails yeah similar
0: to us yeah so and then then of course you have in every state you have state patrol
1: yeah we have highway patrol so yeah state patrol yeah we have highway yeah well
0: highway patrol is part of state patrol isn't it right
1: well that's yeah we don't have a really a state patrol we don't have anything called a state patrol ours is just highway patrol
0: yeah and, and in most states, that's what State Patrol generally right. takes care right. of. Right, State
1: Police is also considered... Yeah, because you see it state. like in the Midwest, they call it like the State Police, and that tends to be what our version of Highway Patrol is. Yeah, and I know
0: in Washington, <laughs> so. State Troopers.
1: Right, yeah. I have a buddy in, of mine who's, in, a, who's in, a CHP. In, so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. In, insert name, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Like it's uh, yeah, it's all, sure. It's all some version of State Patrol, State Police, right?
1: But it's interesting because they do all... They do obviously highways and they do a lot of accident coverages right you know the first responders to that um but then they're also loaned out because he's like oh yeah we did like because up in our area if you go a little bit north past us so it gets even more rural that's right he'll be like oh yeah we got we went over we were over we were doing a backup for the sheriff's department on a on a on a meth bust and so i got to bust out the (laughs) ar-50 like it's kind of fun for you huh he's like yeah it was an interesting evening but then after that they're going down and now you know then they're first responding on a a doi crash right the next thing they do so it's it's pretty crazy
0: (laughs) it's all over the well i know too you know here like for example um like there's highway one which is like probably the biggest highway and you go Mm -hmm. you know there's a number of different highways but like i know that um of all the main highway stuff is done by the rcmp Mm -hmm. until they hit this one certain spot and then it's vancouver for a distance and then it's RCMP again but you know all through burnaby coquitlam it's all one detachment that takes care of it. It's burnaby mm-hmm. detachment i know that takes care of the highway one yeah
1: um we have the five we have the five i-5 yeah. which goes all the way from through the entire state which is is going to be highway patrol like top to bottom oh I, to like,
0: yeah yeah, yeah. You know. highway one goes you know across right. Canada and right. you know, it was a whole bunch of different, high- I'm just using highways. one. Yeah. I'm just saying because our of, version is
1: I five cause it's yeah. North to South and it's yeah. literally uh, the, that, that entire stretch yeah. is CHP. But the it's, funny thing is, yeah. is that
0: like for us, you would think that, but no, there's one bit and it's quite short really that Vancouver police takes care of.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. It's, you know, I was talking actually with my with my cop friend from VPD, and I he's I know, who knows it's I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just do it. You know, as, not, it's how I'm, it is. I'm not on <laughs> traffic. <He's> a, <laughs> I'm, a
2: fucking,
0: I'm a sergeant. Whatever he does now, right? I don't yeah, nobody was he like, ever worked traffic.
1: He got lucky because like right about the time he's still been out recently because I've talked to him when they came over and he, and he still talked about recently where. They were going down to, you know, because there was people protesting. So he had to go down and And he's like, yeah, man. And 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 during a certain time of the year, he grows a mustache, you know, out of uh, memory of right. uh, officers and things like that. Right. So he's like, I was down there and he goes, and this guy was heckling me. And he's like, got to give him credit. He was very, he was like, he was very inventive. Like it was kind of fun. It was funny. He said he yeah. was funny. You know, the guy just railed me for like an hour just to my face. And then I'll tell him all my buddies, I should be ashamed to have this mustache and all this kind of stuff. He goes, I laughed. It was funny, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, yeah, that 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 sounds like a blast time, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but no, right before that, like right as, oh god, I I it's been a while now. It's been at least two or three years now. But he got moved in. He got lucky. Went in and and uh, was able to get off beat for a while. And he was doing like computer crime stuff, like with so oh, that's cool like yeah so he was like it was it was right as the time Ten. this was not just recently this was probably two three years ago you know when there was some tensions going on with uh i would say it was probably more of the probably more of the um michael brown situation it was that about that long ago right right, right? so yeah. it was is it was that kickoff time frame and he had just right just come out like he just got this job and he's moving i'm like dude nice for right now he's like yeah i'm not really, not really. i'm glad i'm not gonna argue <laughs> I'm like yeah that talk about timing and that was again not planned it was just like oh here's a great opportunity i'm gonna take it and then boom and i'm like dude you you got you nailed it <laughs> he's like yeah yeah i'm pretty sure he's still doing it but yeah well, it was, uh, it's it's fun, you know but like they were saying like, like really great now it's hard to it's hard to recruit cops i mean uh, i don't know, and it and to, and again Not going to say, we all, we all, we are not, people are not stupid. Yes, there are bad cops. Absolutely. But there's bad human beings. So that's going to happen. But overwhelmingly speaking, people are trying to do the right thing. And there are good, mostly good cops. And yeah, unfortunately the bad things can happen and that's sad. But yeah, trying to get people now, um, good luck.
0: Well, the person I was listening to, you know, was, was making the case that if anything right now, um, you're probably going to get more bad cops than good ones right now, yeah. Because yeah, because people exactly. who are like reasonably reasonable people and
1: whatnot will actually why yeah. not, not want to become cops right now. That and I would and I would absolutely say that's a hundred percent fair concern to have because if you if you have a, a reasonable person who I would say most people again there's some bad sure. we know that of there's course. bad people out there it happens but most police officers. Generally speaking, get into it because they, you know, they it's a civic, you know, service, and they and they, and this is just something they want to do. And when you take that part out of it, when you take that the out of it of I want to, you know, I want to do this. But God bless the the officers that are staying to do it, you know, in their job because they they do care about people, right? Even during sure. this time of where everybody is a bad cop, right? And and people are getting sh- assassinated in their cop cars. It's like you know. The reality of it is, you're. But you're right, and and you, we're not going to feel that ramification now. But you're probably going to feel the ramification later on when you're trying. You again, you're trying to get people into the police forces uh, on a lesser talent pool or or lesser candidate pool. Uh, and you're right. A lot of the more educated people or people that are in it for the right reasons are like, that's not worth it at this point. You know, I'm. Why do I want to go be an immediate target kind of scenario? But I mean, you're already seeing you know, the backlash with Minnesota who, you know, said we're going to disband the police. Well, that's already been a huge mistake and they've admitted that. Well, like none of us saw that. <laughs> none of us saw and said, just you think eliminating it altogether is going to be the right answer? I'm not saying these don't, things don't need to get better. I'm not saying you don't need to do a whole reform or figure out what, you know, do this. But to just say we're done with it completely, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> I mean, you, know, you know, it's it's just a it's an
0: inflammatory comment at this point. And, yeah. you know, I think that there's a few people who, in a terribly misguided way, actually believe that's what should happen. Sure, but I think if you really sit down and have a conversation with somebody, goes defund the police. Go okay, well, what do it you would, mean by that? Exactly. And then, and then I think that a lot of people, if you talk it out, I think um, they're the the what they'll talk about is not defunding the police, but reform, change right move police reform fundi- move reform. the fu- move the funding right. back and move the funding into a particular different manner um, yeah. uh, you know, get it what- less
1: militarized it and less more militarized. socialized with you know more training like who was I, I don't know, I was listening to with Rogan they were talking about it and I don't remember who it was and he was uh, military and I think Jocko? it was seal uh, might have been Jocko I don't know Tim um, Kennedy? Uh, might have been him yeah and he was saying listen he said, you know, police officers, you know, should be getting... And again, when I when he says, like, when I say should be getting... I'm not saying that these specific police officers are failing. What I'm saying is is they they should be on a constant training basis.
0: Jocko. That was Jocko. Yeah, that's it. He's, he said 20% right. of their time should be spent yep. doing training. Absolutely. And, one, you know, scenario-based. Basically, basically, basically one day a week.
1: Diffusion-based, right? All that stuff, yep. you know?
0: 20% of their hours right. should be spent training from, right. from weapons training to... Right. Um,
1: uh, Negotiation uh, packets packets of com- tactics of calming people, all training, sort of all that stuff. Well, yeah, a, diffusion, he's a, yeah.
0: yeah. He's a Navy SEAL, mm-hmm. has, has done what he's done for a long time. He said, I remember in that in that episode he was talking about, or is another one, um, he was talking about how he was with a couple cops, and when he started watching them handle their guns, he's like, I had to back away. I was afraid just from watching them put their guns down. Yeah,
1: to stand next to them, yeah. (laughs) Um, No,
0: he's like, well, he he actually walked away because he was like, the way they're handling guns was dangerous enough that I was actually afraid that I could get mistakenly shot by them. Yeah. And he's like, that is such an absolute, you know, I'm paraphrasing, because that's such 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 a terrible thing to have go on because... These are the people who are supposed to be able to handle their gun in difficult circumstances. Never mind just right. at a gun range yeah. that I'm with
1: stressful, with. difficult circumstances. Not a, let alone just a calm gun range. In a gun range with, with
0: other people, who, you know, right. he um he Andrew Yang, whatever mm-hmm. you might think about Andrew Yang, sure yeah. is a pretty darn awesome guy. And one of the things he suggests is that all cops to become a cop should have a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. So purple sure. belt, if you don't know, is the middle belt. White, okay. blue, purple, right. brown. Got it. Sure. Basically, if you have a purple belt in jujitsu, you can handle any non-trained Close, individual.
1: Close-quartered scenario and, and uh, what do you call it? Uh, neutralization.
0: Well, and not uh, just right. that, but it's the idea that it's more so that it's not that you can do it.
1: You're confident if you needed to, but you're a confident individual? Is that what you Yeah, well, because so right now... Like you're less apt to be trigger-happy scenario? Because you're you're trained and you're confident. So if you you have
0: somebody who's acting up on you, Mm -hmm. and you are not confident in any way of your physical abilities with that Mm -hmm. person, what are you going to pull What are you going to do? You're going to protect yourself somehow. Well, sure. And if you're not confident in your physical abilities, you're going to pull a gun, you're going to pull a taser, you're going to pull a baton, you're going to pull a weapon. Because... You'll feel confident with a gun. Because most people, even if you're not confident, go, you know what? I'm more confident pulling this gun and standing 10 feet away from this person than I am getting into physical altercation with them. Sure. Right. And I understand that. It's not an unreasonable thing to think that, right. that somebody would do. But if
1: you have a and person, I And I would think that we, we were hoping that most people, most police officers, again, there are the people that get in for the wrong right. reason are obviously not wanting to get into a confrontation then. No, way. they're not. It's a,
0: it's right. So, but right. but right. that's a that's a reaction. But if you right. are have a purple belt in jujitsu and you know that if this person comes at you, that ninety nine percent chance or whatever, you're gonna be able to take care of them. In a way too, that mm-hmm. it because it's not striking, you're just gonna subdue right, them. You, yeah, you're gonna exactly. put them into a yeah. position that you control them physically. You won't pull yeah. them you won't mistakenly shoot them. You won't mistakenly tase someone and give them a heart attack or or injure them. You won't baton somebody and and cause them head damage and and brain damage. Mm -hmm. At worst, you're going to break a limb because you go to put them into a a submission hold that they just Mm -hmm. don't give up and you end up breaking an arm or you end up dislocating a knee. Mm -hmm. But those things are no big deal to be compared to a head trauma.
1: Well, again, yeah, to, you'll recover from that potential and recu- recovery and head trauma it'll, or it'll fu- shot fucking, yeah, If you get hard. a
0: dislocated knee or you, so you break someone's arm because it, they just won't stop, and you have them an arm bar and you pull them back and you break their arm. Look, it's terrible, it's painful, but the fact of the matter is that versus a baton to the head, well, we know. We know what the winner is every sure. time what we want to see somebody go through. Every time we want to see somebody, we would rather see them have a a broken arm than, a, than a, a shattered skull, right? Oh yeah, sure, it's, absolutely. You know, so that was Andrew Yang's point, and I think you know, because the thing is getting your purple belt, depending on how intense you do your training for mm-hmm. time, you can get it in less than four years, less than three years. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, most cops do a lot of stuff before they go and apply to be a cop. A lot of cops have gone to some sort of post-secondary education, they have right. the a diploma, possibly a degree mm-hmm. right um, a lot of them will have done um like here a lot of rcmp have done what's called auxiliary so it's sort of a um well, it's an auxiliary officer right so it's a like a, they, they're secondary officers that that don't have police training and don't carry guns and stuff but they'll do things like help direct traffic or work at big events you know next to a cop sort of thing right so, they'll have done that. It's a volunteer thing, and they've done that for a long time. So, during all that time, you go and you train jujitsu and get your purple belt. Mm-hmm. Three days a week, four days a week, you know, for three years, you'll have your purple belt.
1: To, to me, and regardless, again, regardless of, of what, see, that to me is a real world suggestion, right? Of course, it is. That is a thought out example of here's a possible discussion point of what maybe could happen with absolutely logic reason uh, makes sense for individuals, makes sense for the community, of course and, it does. right? So that is something you want to hear about, right? It's like, that makes sense. I, you know, somebody comes at you with that type of discussion, but here's my suggestion. Here's what I'm looking at. Uh, then you know what? That's, a, that's someone you're going to listen to and say, well, that, that seems like a very fair potential situation right we it's like, okay it, well that makes sense well, that totally. logically speaking for everybody involved for the officer for being competent, for the general public to have totally. less risk to them uh, to everything so you know I just you're right I think if you sit people like the funny part is when this is all happening then when the, the news media is because you know a lot of the CNN's love to get out on the street what I always found it funny is they would go into these neighborhoods though and, and you know a lot of them are obviously lower income and a lot more crime ridden neighborhoods and they would literally ask people, and I didn't know what you think you were getting. I think you thought you were going to go into these areas and get the canned answer of, you know, because of outrage. But they found that they went out there, and a lot of these people they were interviewing, you know, obviously, the first thing they were saying is, we don't want the police to go away. <laughs> that's, like, the first thing they were saying. Was but that, they also
0: don't want to get shot right. by the police. Agreed. So, right? So that's right. Right? So so what are yeah. they saying? They're saying, we want better police.
1: Right. So defunding or disbanding is really what Minnesota did, not defund. Yeah. They just disbanded. Um, I think a. I think it's fair to ask for places to, you know, d- reorganize. Um, you need to reshape how you police. I don't think that's an unfair request to evaluate and do that. Um, you know, especially in light of, of, of what situations may occur. Um, but yeah, I, I think most people. Generally speaking, we're not on the disband bandwagon. Defund is is you know, a generalized term. You know, it could mean get rid of them altogether. It could mean just move money away from the militarized style and uh, you know use it in other avenues. I I was more of a saying. I'm one that says you should use it in the police avenue, but put it into more of you know training. You know, um, uh, you know, situational training and, and diffusion training and all those kind of things. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's a very, very interesting topic to see when decisions are made and then the ramifications coming back in the same city council who voted disband have now basically said that was a huge mistake. I'm like, well, everybody could have seen that was a mistake. And I'm not saying that at the time things weren't heated. I'm just saying that that's a tough thing to come back from because you, you want to know if you want to head toward of putting the police force back together, who are you going to get? Everybody's gone. I mean, you no. I mean, I know. I know that. Look, everybody needs to be responsible, but you just you just basically threw the cops out in the street. They're not coming back to you. They're not, <laughs> you know. So that's that's a tough scenario. But you know, um, I, I do. I, I agree, though. I mean, I look at an Andrew Yang scenario, you know, situation, and recommendation, and you know, yeah. I mean, that's a real world potential solution, regardless of what it is, whether it be you know, uh, a specific style, which is a, you know, say like an Aikido, right. Which is a defend mainly a defense only situation or, you know, look at the Israeli police. I mean, granted it's way more militarized, but like Krav Maga and stuff like that. It's like, they're all trained for that's for like hand stuff. And well, that's, that, you know, that's yeah. why
0: the, you know, the more that I, I mean, I've known about Jitsu for a long time. And now <laughs> I now would I'm agree training. with you on the Jitsu it, part. It's, yeah. it's, such, it's such a, it's such a great one. In fact, there was a, um, there's a video that, there's one, there's, um, one of the Gracie's, Henner Gracie, Gracie, he does, um, you can look down what's called the Gracie breakdown and there's a bunch of videos mm-hmm. where he breaks down, um, jujitsu, but then he's got some other videos like the, him and, him and, uh, I think it's Hoyer, but, uh, maybe it's, maybe it's, I uh, can't remember, but they break down some street fights where the person, where somebody in the street fight clearly knows some jujitsu mm-hmm. Um, and they show where some guys knew it a little better, and some don't. Then they did one where they broke it down. Where a lost, I think it's a Las Vegas police officer. They're like, mm-hmm. clearly, this guy knows jujitsu because it shows when, the, as soon as the the um, the person they're arresting breaks away, he's about to put the the cuffs on. The guy takes off, and immediately the guy grabs him, <clears throat> and they break it down as to how you can tell the guy knows jujitsu. And they show him; he immediately grabs him. Takes him to the ground and sort of a tackle, but this tackle is not a tackle. Tackle it's like right. a a grab instead of pull him down. And then then they show how he just immediately takes control of the guy with like actual jujitsu technique. Mm-hmm. And at one point has to pull out his taser because he just has to. But um, like it shows how for the most part it's it's a it's a very violent, t- but he never hits him. Never hits him once because right. he doesn't need to. No. Yeah, no, he's
1: going for, he's going for a control, just controlling and, the guy. A, a control and get in, in a position of just do, do you have the upper hand and that's, that's the goal, right? Qu- as quick as possible. He does, you know, he doesn't want to shoot the guy, no. you know, he's clearly doing everything to not by going through the, you know, the close quarter grab, takedown, try to, you know, that, that's, and you, you said, we've talked about it. That's tough. You know wrestling another human being just especially in a street fight scenario and having you know some experience obviously and say jiu-jitsu obviously um but yeah i mean you get to the stage where he has to pull out a taser but clearly you can't say that you know that's where he jumped to right it's you get to a certain level where it's like okay i i'm, I'm beyond where this can be effective and now i have to go to step two right now you agree there should be at least a step one as long as it's reasonable right if a guy pulls a knife on a guy out of the blue and, and you're fighting for your life, then, I mean, I, I I don't know if I can really fault anybody for their response, you know, in that kind of scenario. But if it's it's a guy trying to just take off on you and then it's obviously there's going to be a scuffle, there's, yeah, there's a lot of factors that are going to swirl, right? But I think if you have a, a base level starting point, which is, a, you know, I think you said, which was great is, you know, you have the confidence level that, you know, I can control this person. You know, to get him into the submission to control him to do my job. And then obviously if I have to go taste scenario after that, then, you know, we are at that next stage. <laughs> you know? I mean everything's in stages, right? In life. It's like yeah. here's one level, here's two levels, here's three levels. You know, you don't want to see somebody go from level one to five and die that quickly, right? You you're, you're you're hoping, you know, on all parties, you're hoping the police officer isn't injured, you're hoping that the suspect isn't injured. I mean, you're hoping that everybody comes out of this you know, at this case, but yeah, I did hear an interesting part too, uh, when I was, I don't remember who I was listening to, said that for, for as much, and it's, I agree, I agree for as much as the police in general need to understand how times have changed and perceptions and need to try to help quell that by being better period and doing better other things as well. You know, the general public also does play a part with reactions, you know, if you go into an interaction with a police officer thinking immediately that I'm going to die and you're in a fight flight immediately just during a conversation that happens, it, I, I did see here and read an interesting thing about it saying that, yes, absolutely, nobody's going to say that the police shouldn't be responsible. Absolutely, they should. I mean, they're the ones who are supposed to be in control. This is their job. But, you know, the general public needs to also play a part in this, too, and not be as aggressive either. And yeah. it's think, hard. Think, it's a hard scenario. Well I think you know?
0: too is is that you know when you when you look at those circumstances where you know, people go, you know, you need to comply. Well to a I certain that, level, sure. But I think, I think, you know. I think that yeah. generally speaking, generally speaking, because there's all this shit on the internet, so let's never right, mind yeah. the stupid videos you see.
1: You know, let's talk about an average interaction. <laughs> right? There's
0: there's, yeah. there's two people. Right. There's a person whose experience with the police has been positive. Mm-hmm and there's people whose experience with the police, whether it's directly or indirectly, has been negative. And we know that there's some people in some areas in in the US, Canada too, where they actually have bad experiences with the Mm -hmm. police because of a bad precinct or region, because of a bad neighbor that constantly is having interactions with the police that constantly go bad. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I would suggest that's the minority, but those people are the ones who automatically have their their um, bad a bad interaction with the police from the outset for sure. and, and those never go well no right, but for the most part, I think that most people when they get pulled over by the police or whatever are at least neutral to civil to nice I would agree, and that's why most police interactions go fine,
1: yeah. Yeah, w- yeah I agree on both sides. <laughs> I think that, it, that's what I mean. You know, from both yeah, sides. Absolutely. You know, I mean, the, the worst is that
0: some people get pulled over to get a ticket, and they're just they're just assholes about it. And the worst is that the police gives them a ticket because, like, like, look, I got. Pulled
1: I was going to let you off, but you're such a dick to me at this point. <laughs> like, you like, know, or, like, yeah.
0: yeah, totally. Like the other day, I got pulled over. I was driving through a school zone. The school zone here is thirty kilometers an hour. I was going fifty, mm. in my work vehicle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now it's on a majorish street. I saw the school, I thought it was 50, genuinely did. I mean, I I drive the speed limit in my work vehicle. It's got work stuff on the side, you know, like I I drive the speed limit. And when I got pulled over, I'm like, why am I getting pulled over? I'm like, I didn't, he comes up and he just asked me for my driver's license and he goes, you know, schools and I go, and he kind of looked at me, I go, I thought this was a Fifty zone, like I, I knew it was a school, but I thought it was a fifty, and you know, it's a major street. A lot of major streets, they don't reduce the speed; they just say school zone, but like, mm-hmm. keep it at fifty. And he goes, and he was saying, like, you know, if if you, if you got a ticket, and you take this to court, you can't fight it. Like the the law says, school zone tickets mm-hmm. are, are are you the judge, even if you wanted to. And I go, I, and I, I was kind of trying to interject. I am like, look, write me the ticket. Is it school zone? I don't argue that. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was going three over, it's a school zone. Like, you, you get no argument from me here. I was going over. Yeah. I, yeah. Because yeah, I thought because I thought it was fifty. That's my fault. It's my job to read the sign correctly. And he could, he's like, just let me finish. And he was, you know, so if I wrote you a ticket, and if you, and I was, oh, I hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, you know, like, look, I, I really appreciate it. Look, I have two school-age children myself. Like, you know it's a bad error on my part. I'm now aware. And he's like, yeah, just, he's like, just remember for the next time we go down the street. And I go, no problem. So I just, you know, like, but you know, I tapped out. Like, what am I going to say? of speeding in the school zone. Like, it doesn't matter if I yeah. didn't know or not. It's, or if I, I know. didn't realize it correctly. And yeah. of course the cop just looked at me and he gave me a warning and, yeah. and let me go on my way. And, and look, he could have been like, you know what? You have to be responsible. You're in a work vehicle. Yeah. I don't care how apologetic you are or whatever. And he would, and he's, he's completely in the right. Yeah. There's, you can't argue that, right? Yeah. People will, and they'll get indignant about it. And he, if I had
1: gotten indignant about it, probably oh, would have,
0: yeah. probably would have got a ticket.
1: Oh yeah. I I moved to Arizona. I moved to Arizona. I was there. I got a, I got a ticket because in Arizona, almost every streetlight has the, the cameras. Oh yeah. So I got a red light violation, you know, coming through too late. And, uh, and and i almost and again I've, I've maybe had 3 tickets in my entire life Right at this point, but I'm in Arizona and I just moved there. So I had that happen. Well, then I'm late for work one day and I'm, and I'm, you know, speeding on the back roads to work because it was only like two miles away. And a cop pulls me over and, uh, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, you're going kind of fast. I said, Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm late for work. I work over here. He's like, Oh, you work with Toyota at the new service. Yeah. Okay. Great. We're chatting. And he's like, Well, look, you can go to traffic school for this. It won't kill you. and I'm like, Honestly. I said, I got a ticket like two months, a month or two ago or whatever with the red light because the whole thing and I had to pay that. And he goes, Oh, so you're not going to be able to do that. And guess like, yeah. He's like, well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> and he's like, when I was pulling up, when I was getting out of the car, I could have sworn I was was seeing you put your seatbelt on. Were you, did you have your seatbelt on? I'm like, yeah, I totally have my seatbelt on. He goes, I'm going to ask you again because a seatbelt ticket's a $35 fine. No big deal. It was going to your record. I pulled you over. I think I saw you putting your seatbelt on. Did you have your seatbelt off? I'm like, yes. He's like, here's your seatbelt ticket. It's okay. Take off. Have a good one. Yeah, no. I mean, it was like and I'm not going to say it's because it was white. I think it was just because I was civil. Right? I mean, it's just totally Somebody recognizing the situation, and yes, he could have just been like, screw it, you know, you keep your linear lesson, but he's like, App, you already got nailed, you already paid a fine, you know, for your speeding, you know, your red light ticket a couple months ago, I get it, it all happens, but I still gotta, I gotta get you for something, <laughs> so I'll give you a $35 seatbelt ticket, basically, that doesn't go on your record, you just gotta pay it, I'm like, that, you know... You know, I've, I've had a couple different interactions with police in general. And again, I, I, I like to think that my interactions went well because of how I was, not because of clearly what I looked like. Um, obviously, I don't know that for sure. I'm not pushing that one way or the other. Just saying, though, I've had a couple interactions where i basically been let off, and I think it's just because I've been, like you said, I like you. I think I was just honest and polite and civil and nice and, you know, like, hey, I'm not going to make any BS excuse. And I think sometimes cops are just like, I feel for you, man. It's okay. <laughs> you well,
0: know? And, and I think, too, it's like, you know, what <laughs> right. what were they up to? Like, were they right. on traffic duty where they're specifically looking to catch someone who's speeding, so it doesn't right. matter who they get? I don't think yeah. the cop that pulled me over that day was on traffic duty. I think he right. just noticed I was going over and... He came and pulled me over and, you know, just to to let me, you know, uh, with the, hey, you're in the school zone, pal.
1: Exactly. You know, Uh, 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 a polite reminder, right?
0: You know, (laughs) and every time you you get pulled over with the police, it's memorable. Yeah. So um, we are at 140 minutes.
1: Well, let's let's finish off just a brief bit of can- the, the, the Thanksgiving, just because I'm curious. Okay, let's just, do that. It'll, it'll be quick. It was okay, quick. so. Go for we, it. So, uh, you guys don't generally have like we have the Macy's parade thing, like it's a big deal. Everybody, yes. I, we don't. I don't care about it personally, but it's always on TV. Do you guys do? You, do you have one like that? As far as I know, you guys don't really have like a general parade that always happens. No, you know, no. Okay. No. Also, food wise. Obviously, everybody's going to be a little different, but traditionally speaking, from what I read, and of course, Americans are generally are either turkey slash ham, stuffing, potatoes, you know, whatever, food like that. And I think you guys, generally speaking, are very similar, unless it's like the hardcore, like ham, what was it, tortillere, the ham tortillere, the pastry, potatoes. Tortillere? See, I took notes. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: that's a Quebec thing only. Right, okay. It's a Frenchy thing. Because
1: they call it a hardcore Canadian thing. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, know maybe I
0: some it. people in Ontario might do that or some people on the East Coast. But I, I would suggest that, generally speaking, our Thanksgiving meal is going to be, well, I should say your Thanksgiving meal right, will be a copy of what we basically do. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, again... Yeah, but we deep fry it so we make it more American. Uh there's people here who deep fry their turkey. I'm we, um, well, we don't actually. Uh, I mean, people here, some people do, but it's we very tasty.
0: Don't. I, yeah, well, I know it's good. The thing is, I'm not turkey. I'm not a turkey fan.
1: Now I like no. ham. I'm more ham. But, we, my, but Susan does the turkey every year. But nice, we do some nice, a nice, a nice,
0: nice in expensive bone-in ham is. Yeah, by far what I would prefer. But traditionally
1: yeah. speaking, we do turkey, and then Christmas soup, we do ham. But you know, but, Susan likes to do that. It's the only thing she likes to cook is Thanksgiving dinner. So I'm like, have at it.
0: So, you know, Georgia. Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner here are, mm. you know, again, the, the same. And the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. dinner is the same reason why. It's all the stuff mm-hmm. that you're generally harvesting in fall time. Right. You yep. know, shooting your turkey or shooting a pig in fall time. Got um,
1: yeah, your mat. You got potato, a potato dish p- of some p- sort. Potato dish. Gravy, usually. Gravy. You know. You know, the, the fall vegetables of Brussels right. sprouts or, you the know, broccolis the broccolis,
0: the, you know, the, the hearty vegetables, the... we
1: make a burn butter cauliflower, which is really good.
0: Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff yeah. like that that we do. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I would, I would say that it's basically the same thing, you know, and again, family by family has got their own things. Have you ever
1: had burn butter cauliflower? Uh, I believe so. So good. You could put that butter on anything and eat it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's insane. But so. yeah,
0: no, no, no. Our 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 food mm-hmm. choices are very similar. Basically, the, yeah. I but, mean, you I mean guys is this
1: is this really a surprise? I mean, we're we're on the same continent. We're we're yeah, you know, we're right next to each other. I mean, it's you know, it's none of this. I mean, things are always going to be slightly different in the world when you're you know, like Canada. It's slightly different, but not. I mean, it's not like and, it, it's, and it's and it's regional
0: too, right? <laughs> right. Like, of course. Like again, of course, like what you're going to get in Quebec with the Tortier and right. tortilla, um. You know, and, and East Coast foods compared to sort of west coast, sure, for sure you're absolutely. gonna get some slight just like you're sure. in the States, north to south, east to west, mm-hmm. but the sort of the traditional sort of stereo or stereotypical maybe is the better way of putting it. Yeah. Thanksgiving meals pretty much the same. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm I've same, never same been a huge Thanksgiving person. Like I like Christmas stuff, but I just I I mean I I somewhat I mean I, I enjoy it when my mom comes up and stuff but Thanksgiving was never a huge deal like my 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 parents like would usually go camping for Thanksgiving like they would go and then so when I was in college like sometimes I'd meet them over there but Thanksgiving was never I mean we had it but it's never something I've overtly cared about I don't mind it now because I mean Susan cooks my mom comes up you know and uh, and all that it's it's a nice day but 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 it's not something I've ever really cared about, other than say spending time with family. The the the, the whole Thanksgiving Day itself to me doesn't mean anything. But the well, family uh, time is well, nice.
2: Well, I'll so.
0: tell you, our Thanksgiving was never mm-hmm. traditional. Sure, there wasn't well, good. for a yeah. long time, and, and it was a very specific reason. So we had a place in the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. uh, on a lake. It was a you know the big trailer on a campground sort of thing, mm-hmm. um, and the season for that was uh, from Easter through to Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay. So it closed just because of the weather here, you know, by this time of the year, it's too cool to really, Mm -hmm. you know, and it it was a campground as well for like regular campers. Right. So it closed. So this weekend, this past weekend, from my memory, every Monday, um, we had the same meal, but it was very different. Not a traditional Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving meal Mm -hmm. is we had to close down the trailer. So we basically had to empty everything out, close it down, cover it up, you Mm -hmm. know, close it up for the winter. So, we were coming home on Monday and there was La Hacienda. It was a Mexican restaurant oh, in northern no, Bellingham. Nice. And we would stop at a wonderful Mexican restaurant, La Hacienda. Mm-hmm. And we would have Mexican food. Nice. On, like, you know, the the good, you know, home mm-hmm. the good the good, like family run uh yeah. Mexican restaurant. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. The hole in the wall, fantastic pl- yeah, exactly. wonderful
0: place. Yeah. Nice. I remember I, I, Chalupa was what I almost always had. Chalupa. With the flower tortilla.
1: Yeah. yeah we, yeah. we traditionally, my parents, you know, we would mostly camp too, as well. And so we would go to like Death Valley and it would be during the Thanksgiving week because, you know, I had time off from school. So they would set it up and then. But, you know, and we used to go over, like, when my when my dad was around, we used to go on Thanksgiving to their house for, like, dinner. And then, like, Christmas Eve, we would go to their house. They'd come to our house on Christmas Day, that kind of stuff. And then now with just my mom, it's, like, Christmas Eve. And actually Thanksgiving, I think, Eve, we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go to the steakhouse, like, around us. And so it's, like, and which a lot of people are doing because, like, reservations. It's funny to watch. Most people would go out on Christmas Eve now just because you're cooking the next day. So it's, like, eh, let's go out and have a nice meal the night before. And so, so that's what we do now. That's kind of our our new tradition has been. We go out basically on Christmas Eve, and the three of us, and we go eat in a nice place, and you know, fancy, nice. fancy. <laughs> it's at the casino because it's only like a mile away, but it's got a, like a high level steakhouse in it. <laughs> so, nice, nice, yeah, exactly. Okay, so, cool.
0: Quick, quick change of gears. I want your yeah. opinion on something. Sure. Okay. So, I have a friend in Edmonton. We chat now and again. Mm-hmm. Um. Just one of those ones where, you're like, once in a while, like, hey, what's going on? You know, like, right. But she was mentioned to me a bit ago. She, she couldn't. She's the first person I've known that had the reason why I bring this up. First person I know that had COVID. I don't know anyone oh, that actually had COVID. Yeah, I, yeah, no. She was sick mm-hmm. for quite some time. Apparently, like okay. a number of weeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, five, six days ago, I think it was. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Around then, she had a test, mm-hmm. came back negative. Okay. She's like, well, I'm still feeling not 100%, but it says I'm negative now. And so I guess she has to quarantine or basically monitor for symptoms and mm-hmm. keep her her um, like interactions with others very, very, very limited for mm-hmm. 10 days. Right. Then have another test. Sure. She's, she was saying, because she, she comes up to Vancouver now and again. She's, mm-hmm. I think she, was she from here? No. But... She comes out here now and again. And when mm-hmm. she comes, there's a couple of people to get together. And she's like, hey, do you want to come out? And I was like, hmm, would you get together with a per, that person or not? Hmm.
1: I would. Because. If, if, there
0: two, she, if there was two negative tests. Correct. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, it, yeah, I would at that point. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, I It's interesting. I, I saw something today from the CDC. And it says right now that like 85% of the people that have contracted COVID have been wearing masks, you know, and only 3% so far has been the people just who never wear them. So number one, I'm I'm not sure about the mask thing, but in, ter- but in terms of over like your situation, uh, if she's gone through the quarantine, if she's had two negative tests, if She's still not feeling well. I mean, may that that could be very well just be something else as a standard cold right at this point because it starts to get to this time of year when it happens. Um, totally, I would, I would, I mean, I would, I'd be careful, clearly. I mean, I wouldn't be sharing any, any glasses or smooching or anything like that, but right, um,
0: no. don't plan on doing that.
1: You know, I have to, yeah. so I still got to tell you, you get a little out of bounds sometimes. Um, so maybe, maybe, (laughs) um, (laughs) I I think I would, I mean, I would, I mean, I, I don't know. I cursory have a couple people I know that have had it, but it's, again, it's just through Facebook relationships. Not that I'm around them. So, um, but it's still been very few people that I know that have gotten it. My mom, we thought might've had it, but she didn't. Susan's had her surgery. She was tested. She's never had it. I haven't had any symptoms. I don't know anybody. I haven't been exposed to anybody that has had anything. So... You know, I I don't know. Um, So... Christy was
0: was tested recently, didn't it? Um,
1: I mean, your scenario, but see, it's different than my scenario because I don't have little ones to come home to and possibly give it to. Right. And and so, yeah, I, I, you know, obviously you're going to be a little bit more on alert and on point. I mean, we pay attention too, both of us do, but it's, it's, I would say, yeah. I mean, I would, I mean, I would, I I wouldn't think, here's my thought. I, I wouldn't think that this person that you know who has had it, um, who has been tested since negative and has gone through quarantine uh, since that test, I wouldn't think that she would put you in a pos- an uncomfortable position.
0: And this is even, even if I get the opportunity to, to go hang out. like Sure,
1: with, I mean, you may not, friend, and it wouldn't uh, matter. But yeah. I, I don't think... And if we do, you
0: know what, I'll just, I'll just make out with her just to just to prove that... I think you should
1: prove a point that these masks are useless at this point. So, so make up through the mask. <laughs> That's not really. Is that really cheating? I don't think so. No, Do mask kiss? De- no, definitely, definitely not. not.
0: So, <laughs> so, so funny joke about the yeah. well, joke, but you know, because I've been wearing a mask pretty much everywhere now. It, have yeah. to. We have to work now too, In right. common areas, but um, the you know what I actually really like about um wearing masks. I'm actually a big fan of this. And now I don't have to wash my hands all the time because I mean that's why we wear masks, right? No. What do you mean? You,
1: the math, my understanding. The point of the wearing the mask was for you to not possibly give it to me through any kind. No, of- No,
0: no, no, no. So before they asked us to wash our hands a whole bunch, oh, right? right? Okay. And, and now, yeah. when was the last time you said they said to wash your hands? Now I don't wash my hands even after I go to the bathroom, or whatever. I don't care because, I mean, they said because they said don't touch your face, right? Right. Now I have the mask on. I don't touch my mask. Right. No, I haven't washed my hands in weeks. So we're just
1: going to gloss over the fact that you don't wash your hands after the bathroom anymore? <laughs> Wait, did you I just said, walk past that like it was no big deal? <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's so funny. <laughs> that's, the, that's the joke. I
1: know why. I do it. But I the, I but, <laughs> You're not a dirty fucker. I know that. No, but it was just so I funny. Sa- I said that to a couple
0: of people. They looked at me. I was like, that's why we're wearing the masks, right? And they're like... <laughs>
1: Why? cuz i don't have so i don't have to wash my hands after i stroke my cock when i urinate they're
0: like <laughs> you're not washing your hands i'm like no why would i mean, I? I mean that's i mean maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe like after i shower like when i brush my teeth me but not like all the time anymore they're like um and you still have to wash your hands. <laughs> when they
1: say that to you, do they sl- do they do that little thing with your feet that they start shuffling away from you very slowly when you're talking? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> They're like, uh, and uh, you're like, I'm kidding. I need more than two meters now. I do want to talk next time about masks in general. Okay. And mask shaming. Let's do, let's do that. But, okay yeah yeah not now okay. of course but yeah well, we're, that's definitely we're, on the list well, we're at two and a half hours yeah that's definitely on the list is yeah. mass shaming because that's just I'm, i mean i wear masks i i don't i work from home so i don't have to wear them in public very often so i really don't get irritated that i have to it's just uh, okay come on you know i get it you know so yeah. we'll we'll talk about it more in depth that'll be when we have more time be. That's ours. That has a tease for next time. Hey, tease. like you all aren't fucking like every one of you out there isn't isn't you know irritated probably that you have to continue wearing masks. We're gonna talk about it because like nobody's ever talked about that before for two hours. Yeah, for like no, I think we're gonna go three hours of masks hours only on talk. Masks.
0: <laughs> only. Composition of price of designs.
1: Yeah. Uh. Style. Style. Whether it's the you know. I have, yeah, we'll we'll With the print,
0: not print. The yes. neck gaiter. Around I like the, the neck gator ones. They're pretty the, the, cool. The, oh, but, totally. Yeah. Around the head, mm-hmm. around the ears. I think Wire over tr- the nose. Those knot. are b- Over your chin, <laughs> not over your chin.
1: <laughs> it's a mask, not like a chin strap, pleated, asshole.
0: Pleated, not pleated.
1: <laughs> oh, seriously. Cloth. Cloth. Or not
0: cloth. That's what I mean. Like, you know... Yeah. When, like like reusable, not reusable. And right KN disposable. K N yeah. ninety five. N ninety five. Oh
1: jeez. Yeah. Surgical, non surgical.
2: Ooh, yeah, there's a
0: lot of Face to go shields on out there. versus masks.
1: I've gone with I've just gone with the Star Wars m- masks. Brilliant. Right? Just roll around and pull off that helmet.
0: We, we, so. we got <laughs> to we gotta save this for next time. We do. I do have to get up early. I've got to be to cool. work early and um
1: I am off this week, so
0: Lucky guy, I was off. You know, awesome. a, do know awesome. what you know today
1: is though? No, I'm I'm actually, so, but you're not on Facebook, so I actually wouldn't expect you to know this. I won't know. But him. what is today? The 13th. Yeah, October 13th.
0: Yeah. Holy fuck. Happy birthday, my friend!
1: Thank you. I'm just, by the way, I just, I really don't like. I'm not a birthday person. No, like, no. I don't
0: care. But, but that, yeah, I just I thought was, it was funny. I'm I like, was, oh, I'm I
1: doing Pasca yeah. on my birthday. That's I was, cool.
0: I was think, thinking the 17th for some reason, <laughs> which still should be seeing "Happy
1: Birthday" on the episode. But happy birthday. <laughs> no, that's why I held to the end so we wouldn't have that. <laughs> Thank there you. Go. Su- Susan's on the second. I'm on the thirteenth. That's right. And yeah, and uh, yeah. So it's it's always it's quick day. for us. It's within boom boom, <laughs> less than two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like my. So thank like, you. The big old forty six. I literally now I'm closer to fifty than forty.
0: Well, you, just so you, you you know, you were a year ago because that was the yes, start of your forty six. That 46th was that year. was
1: th- that was the start of the fourth. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Still, yes. Well, thanks for killing my buzz. <laughs> Eric Flaticall. Eric Flatapall, Buzzkill. <laughs> that, hey. If you were a pilot, your your call sign would be Buzzkill.
0: Well, you know what the saying is, right? <laughs>
1: Every party needs a pooper.
0: That's why they invited me.
1: <laughs> You're a designated pooper. Nice.
0: Designated party pooper. All right, let's uh let's roll this <laughs> shit up and um, roll the beautiful bean footage. Roll <laughs> and roll our fun little tune to the end. Yes. Um, and For everyone. Our, our outro. Our outro. I hope you have as many fucks to give as we do.
3: Yes. Fuck away. I've tried, 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 and I've tried even more. I've cried, 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 and I can't recall what for. I've pressed, I've pushed, I've yelled, i begged in hopes of some success. But the inevitable fact is that it never will impress. I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have runneth dry I've tried to go fuck shopping but there's no fucks left to buy I've no more fucks to give, no more fucks I've tried to get I'm over my fuck budget and I'm now in fucking debt I strive, strive, strive to get everything done I've played by all the rules but I've very rarely won I've smiled, I've charmed, I've wooed and laughed the last to no avail I've run round like a moron to unequivocally fail I've no more fucks to give, my fuck fuse has just blown I've been hunting for my fucks all day but they've upped and fucked off home I've no more fucks to give, my fuck rations are depleted I've rallied my fuck army but it's been fucking defeated The effort has just not been worth now begun to go and I've come to Blown away. My fucks are now so fucked off they refuse to fucking stay. I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have gone insane. They've come back round and passed me while they're fucking off again. I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have all dissolved. I plan many projects, but my fucks won't be involved. I've no more fucks to give, my fucks have all been spent. They fucked off from the building. I've no more fucks to give